This is Tony from Restrain, and you're listening to my favorite KISS podcast, Shout It Out Loudcast with Tom and Zeus. going on gentlemen what's up jay welcome to the party what's up sunny zeus everybody what's here? going on how's everybody doing tonight everyone's doing great my, my, my first question do we all have pants on or are we just that's you know, relaxing right now people people have to pay extra to find out what's going on underneath that's part of the patreon account that that's for the stream yard after dark <laughs> yes all right yes nice um, yeah, I've got my uh, Bud Light pajamas for Tommy, <laughs> all set, ready to roll. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. who's gonna model those for us tonight? Oh, uh, hopefully uh, not the fucking chick that showed us her fucking ass. <laughs> what was that tonight? Yeah, oh, she. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The girl on. Uh, well, we can, we don't oh, want to give. We're, 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 we're live, so we don't want to give any names. But she she used to model with some scantily clad clothing and now she, she just decided to. she still does well, what, uh, what i was i don't know you see what, the I picture meant, today? <laughs> what i meant was she used to do it with clothing now it's just letting a whole bunch of fresh air in there now <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was like a butthole was on our screen <laughs> somebody screenshot it on the butthole yeah, I was, I was just, I didn't get it. I was like, who the fuck is that? And they're like, it's the Ripper. It's the Ripper. <laughs> no. It's the Ripper. <laughs> you know what it is, guys? It's because of us and our stupidity. She's losing viewers. And so she's like, I got to up it up. I don't know why people don't find me as sexy anymore. And it's uh, maybe because people like us put the... <laughs> behind some of her photos but it's having the reverse effect because now she's doing things that are even funnier than before <laughs> so well, do you, you define nudity as funny tom well this particular type is a little bit funny Jay. Right, normally right. normally no normally okay. no that's fair that's fair so yeah. we got we steve steve our buddy steve right from part of the hell he's on board uh chiming in with the ripper crash craft and says jay's wearing pants for once you guys are so lucky <laughs> I decided to, you know, it's like going to church. Decided to, you know, put the church clothes on today. Okay. Wow. All right. All right. That's good enough. That's good enough. Yeah. So, guys, we uh, we already did our um, on our bonus episode. We did. Uh, we got up to our tenth album, and just like when we did when we reviewed our tenth Kiss album, obviously the bonus ones. All we do is review albums, so we got to the tenth album quicker. Yes, we decided to do a review of the 10 albums we reviewed. So, like the Kiss one, we decided to do a live stream. This time, we wanted to bring somebody new on with us. And 
join in the fun. He's not new to us. Uh, we've been on his show, I think, vice versa with the Grown Up Rock crew. And that is Jay. Um, I think sometimes we call him Jay with the J or Jeff or uh, from the Hook Rocks. We're, welcome aboard. Thank you for coming with us, uh, coming on board. Thanks for having me, guys. This is really exciting. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to scrapping with you guys a little bit and telling you why you're wrong, which uh, is pretty evident with the list that I've reviewed so far. Oh yeah, here we go. Wow, yep. there'll be a, there'll, there'll be a, there'll be a lot to cover here. Yep, there was only it's... one of us dumb enough to have a song from Appetite in the bottom twenty. Hmm. Oh, Sunny comes out early with shots <laughs> yeah. fired right well, away. You know, they're no lover boy, but they're up. Seriously, this is coming from the guy that had love in every minute of it, like in the top. That's a great song. Oh, That's on my Get Busy playlist. I don't want to hear about it. Dude, I, st- how, how, busy play? how often do you play your Get Busy playlist? Because if that's on your playlist, you ain't getting busy, my friend. <laughs> when he cruises the high schools, he's blasting that. <laughs> oh, man. Brutal. Rolling around in a, in a small Toyota Corolla with the loving every minute playing oh. on, the, on the cassette. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's his style, bro. You didn't know that? With the, with the Y&T underoos on. That's right. Under, <laughs> they have underoos? Wait a second. I didn't know they had those. <laughs> I'm here for you, Sonny. I'm here to tell you all these things. Well, oh. listen. We're at the point now where let's get back to why we're here and then we can shit on each other. So we're here at the point that we have 10 albums done. We reviewed them. We ranked them. We did all that. And they're all classic albums. So just when we got all the numbers done and we fucking put an episode out, we decided to fuck it up and add a fourth person, change the numbers even more and see what comes out. I like it because Jay's opinions a little bit with me, a little with Sonny on some songs, a little with Tom on others. He's all over the place, which means our numbers are all over the place, which is great. Four strong opinions. That's what I want to see. And basically what we're going to do is we're going to break down the albums that we've already reviewed so far and talk about them a little more. And the 10 bonus albums we've done so far, uh, Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction, White Snake Slide It In, Van Halen, OU812, Soundgarden, Super Unknown, Def Leppard, Pyromania, Metallica, Load, Iron Maiden, Peace of Mind, Bon Jovi debut album, Bon Jovi, Ozzy Osbourne, Blizzard of Oz, Alice in Chains, Jar of Flies, and No Lover Boy, whatever fucking Sonny wanted us to do. Yet. 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 Yeah, so we're doing those 10 albums. We're going to break them down, talk about the 105 songs on those albums. We're not going to go through them all. The last 20 songs. I got a notebook specifically for this, Zeus. We'll be here to midnight. Uh, (laughs) We're going to be bottom 20, top 20. Just some, you know, songs that come to mind that maybe we want to talk about. And then we're obviously going to go over uh, the albums, how we rank them, and then the covers as well. So now that I've talked for the last five, 10 minutes, somebody else want to jump in and say uh, a few words? Yeah. So like, like, like Zeus, you were saying, you know, it, we, we do the bonus episodes with Sonny every month. Um, but when we, whenever we do the live stream, like you said, we did with Kiss, we brought in, you know, S- Sonny and, and our buddy Steve Wright for that. And we wanted to bring in uh, Jay because we know, we, we know we love Jay's show. Um, 
you know, friend of the show. And we also know that Jay has an extremely varied taste in music. So he's familiar with all these albums, whether it's rock, metal, grunge, you know, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, Metallica, Ozzy, et cetera. So, you know, and having a, having that fourth voice with, with you know, where we're not 100% familiar with his numbers other than looking at them real quickly, I think it'll just add to the conversation because I know everything that you have to say about this, Zeus. I know what everything you have to say about this, Sonny. It's still all horrible, but that's why I'm glad people can see it live on, on Facebook tonight. And then we got Jay in here to add some fun to it. So, yeah, it'll be good. Hey, one thing to jump on uh, what you said, Tom, is the good thing about having Jay on He's not like our fucking text group with the closed-minded assholes, which include oh, the oh, not say anything grunge. Oh, that sucks. Meh. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> so Jay's got an open mind when it comes to grunge. That's why we wanted him in there too. Really? Have you seen these rankings? Because uh he thinks grunge sucks too. No, oh. that's not true at all. Not true. All right, uh, was different. <laughs> all right, Sonny, anything you want to say first? Uh, besides, uh, Jay doesn't like OUA one, two, or load because that's his entire bottom 20. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, both those albums, both those albums, when they came out, they were great. I just don't think they've held up very well. That's fair, that's a fair analysis. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, um, that, I, mean, I, I mean, people, people regard a lot of people look at OU812 as maybe the weakest of the, of the Sammy era. I, I I'm not sure if that's a hundred percent accurate, but, um, you know, when obviously load was a, was a departure for, for Metallica. Um, so I, I'm not going to, and, and that's one of the reasons why I picked load for our personal pick. So for those who are, who are watching and who might not know the format of, of the bonus episode thing. So it's me, Zeus and Sonny. And we do a rotation where we pick a, a group pick, like a like a big album, like Appetite for Destruction, Pyromania, Blizzard of Oz. And then we rotate, taking turns on personal picks. Sonny picked OU812 on one of his rounds. I picked Metallica Load on one of mine. Zeus picked Soundgarden, Super Unknown, et cetera. So I picked, I purposely picked Metallica Load because I know it's kind of a detour from what people think of when they hear Metallica. And the album is very polarizing amongst rock fans and especially Metallica fans. You know, I could have picked puppets or justice or whatever, uh, but I wanted to pick something that maybe Zeus and Sonny ha- may have some interest in. And also it is polarizing. So I'm, I'm not surprised by anybody's rankings that it's low, especially when you throw it in with these other albums that are like Epic albums. So it, it that, that doesn't surprise me. Um, Tom, before we move on, we, yeah. we get, I don't want to get too far behind. You want to jump in on the comments after, uh, I think sure. it was Crash's comment. Start from uh, underneath. Yep. So Tony, our buddy Tony Smith. Hey, fellas, Chuck Hoskins. Evening, guys. Shout it out, Loudcast, my favorite podcast. Woo, Chuck. All right. Anthony Barone, what's up, fuckos? <laughs> Bill Sharp wants to know if this is where he gets the spicy movies. Oh, Bill, this is a spicy movie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Brad Rustoven, what's up, gentlemen? Matt Rustoven. Oh, he's talking about how Loverboy was his first. Oh, his kid's first concert. Okay. Uh, Ch- no, Chuck- it, no, his first concert. He said this kid. Oh, this kid. Oh, okay. I was like, okay, I can't read. Uh, yeah, I don't have my glasses on. Then Chuck Hoskins says, uh, how is Outlaw Torn not in the top five? That great song. I, I had it high, Chuck. I didn't have a top five, but I had it very high. Um, let's see. Coochie Man says, can you play my song? I don't know what that is, but maybe somebody <laughs> out there does. Uh, <laughs> 
Coochie Man? Is, is, it, is it Hoochie Coochie Man? I don't know. And then Chuck Hoskins, that after he tells us that Shout Out Loudcast is his favorite podcast, he goes, I'm sorry, guys. Grunge sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good enough. Jay, you were gonna you were gonna jump in after I talked about load for a little bit. You were gonna yeah, you know I remember when this this song or the album came out. It was right after I was out of high school, maybe like a year or two after, and it was great. It was very well received with myself and all my friends. Ain't my bitch, hero of the day. You know all great songs, King Nothing. And as over you know over time, like I said in the beginning, it just it just doesn't hold up. Well. It doesn't grab me like it did when I was younger. Maybe it's not supposed to, maybe it is supposed to grab, you know, the younger people, but you know, I, listening to ain't my bitch at 45 years old, <laughs> you know, yeah. like eh, what's next click what's next, you know, and there's some good songs on it, but just when I think of all these albums that are, that we're talking about, it's out of these 10, it's, it's probably my least favorite. Yeah, and, and, and like I said, that's fair because it's mixed in with some classic, just epic, iconic albums. Mm-hmm. And and you're right. The thing about Load is that you know sometimes when when a band tries to chase a trend or or try to fit into the to that time frame, you know, we talk about that with Kiss all the time. Sometimes those albums don't hold up very well because they were made at a period of time based on what was going on in that period of time, rather than just the band putting out a, a kick ass album. So yeah, I, I see that. I had that problem today. So I've been trying to keep up on the Kiss album, so uh, that way I can just kind of rank as I go, right? And yep. so you guys did those initial ten. So I got the rankings from those ten for the Kiss albums, and I start ranking Monster, and I'm like, the best song on here is going to end up at like number sixty-five. It's too bad. Yep, but it's got no shot at the top fifty. <clears throat> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. Really. I think the first 10, because we're starting, uh, I don't think anybody picks something that's horrible yet. Um, and so it's it, it's hard. And so you'll see, for me, load so low or super unknown. Well, I'm like, all right, well, let's get to 20. Once we do 20 albums, let's see where those rank. Are they going to still be the bottom? Or are they going to be now all of a sudden filtering into the middle? It's still early, so that's why I think some of them go. And it's funny you were talking about Ain't My Bitch. Um, in preparing for this, all weekend I um, I had uh, bonus albums on shuffle. All mm-hmm. weekend blasting it. Yep. Yes, I was driving with my kid in the car blasting and Ain't My Bitch came on. I'm fucking rocking. Thank God she's got her headphones on. <laughs> God damn, this song actually rocks. Which leads me to before we get into the tracks, is there a song or something here that's changed for you since we did these albums and then you kind of got back into them after we ranked them and then you, you know, prepare for this episode. So you maybe listen to them all again. They're like, shit, I'm actually, I'm hoping that this song comes on and shuffle or I'm, I'm leaning towards this song or this group is anything changed since we did these bonus albums for anybody, anybody want to start? You know, I, you know, I was doing this whole Van Halen thing last week on my Twitter feed and I was listening to a lot of Van Halen. I was listening to OU812 and I, I used to love this song when I was younger and it's been a long time since I had listened to it. And that sucker in a three piece. Yes. Which 
sounded just as good as it did when I was younger. Maybe it didn't change for me, but maybe I was reintroduced to it because I kind of had forgotten about that song. It's a fantastic song. Yeah, well, it's funny. Other than other than the albums that I weren't that I wasn't one hundred percent familiar with, like the Bon Jovi debut. Uh, yeah, Zeus, hold on. I'm going to read the comments here before I comment. So first of all, so first of all, Tony Masalam says, "I think Coochie Man's song is Queef in the Night from Crazy Nights." <laughs> That's a good tune. Wasn't that the beef side of like uh, Bang Bang You, Queef in the Night? <laughs> and then Tony Masalam says, "Zeus." That crooked stack behind you is driving me nuts. How is your OCD nut kicked in? Straighten that shit up. <laughs> you like my two dolls between my Jericho guy in the middle there? Oh, man. Um, no, I'm right. leaving that alone. I'm right. leaving so, it alone. Right. So what I was going to say, so kind of what Jay was saying and, and answering your questions. So I was not familiar with the Bon Jovi album really at all, except for Runaway. And I think I had, I think I had heard... Um, I think I had heard roulette maybe once or twice, like way back, whatever. Um, and I, I knew, I knew, I knew about half of peace of mind. The other half I didn't. And and the, the reason is we've said this before, so I'll say it again on the live stream. I've never been a huge Bon Jovi fan. I've never been a huge Iron Maiden fan. I've been for me, those bands, I'm like a hits guy. I like the hit. I would probably get, get like a greatest hits collection from, from those guys. But in terms of, in terms of albums that I was familiar with revisiting, um, I really, found myself enjoying OU812 more than I remember. Uh, that was an album that stood out for me that, you know, it's not an album that I would purposely go to a lot when I'm seeking out Van Halen. But when we did that, you know, we, we, we decide about a month in advance, what we're going to pick for the next episode. And when we picked that, I was, you know, kind of bury, bury yourself in the album. And I found myself really, I mean, maybe the rankings, they don't show it again because it's competing against some other iconic albums, but that was, a, that was an album that I found myself, surprised about how much i enjoyed sunny i i hadn't heard super unknown in a while i told you guys i hadn't heard jar of flies in a while um i'm enjoying no excuses i didn't ever listen to it before but i do enjoy it now and then stupid me because of some of the rankings i saw i said all right maybe i'm not being fair to it so i go back and listen to revelations again and it was what i thought it was not good that's right. <laughs> oh my God! Revelations. Yeah, wh- which one are you talking? Revelation, Mother Earth from Aussie? No, no. You're talking Maiden, Revelations, no. Iron Maiden. How, how yes. do you make that statement? How we're gonna get. Know? We're gonna destroy you later. Don't. We're worry. gonna get to that, Jay. We're gonna get to that, Jay. <laughs> all right. So what I want, I wanted to add is, I'm looking at all these, right? The two ones. There are two albums here that I was not familiar with that I didn't have. That I ended up purchasing. That was Peace of Mind and Load. When those songs come up from those albums, I find myself looking for those songs because I wasn't familiar with them. I love those albums now. I'm a fan of them. Both of those albums. All the tracks on it. And it's because I don't know them as well as the other ones. That's where I ranked them when I had, you know, 20 days to kind of review that album. I wasn't familiar with it. But now I, I... I hope that that comes on before something from pyromania, because I know those songs inside out and there's a little fatigue with them. So I would say that uh, peace of mind and load I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards. I will even add a couple things. I wanted to add. (laughs) I heard a, a political blues the other day. 
And I said to myself, all right, I know we destroyed this, but this song is not worse than half. There's no way. <laughs> it is actually like just a bad attempt at a blues throwaway track to do yeah. a cover song at the end. Yep. But, you know, Van Halen is known for doing cover songs. All right. It's not as bad as we fucking described it. It's bad, but it's well, that's not. What I, had ha- I had half last. I did not have a, a political blues last. Um, half is still, I don't. I, I still don't even know what it is. I don't know it's, if it's like fucking Afghanistan music in the middle. Yeah. Like, well, you know, and then uh, who was it there? Cornell was like, well, you know, since you wrote it, why don't you sing the song? What? What? The fuck? Yeah. It shouldn't even been a song. I don't know what the fuck that is. No, it's like it's like it's like a song that they would play during the credits of like a Borat movie. <laughs> it's just it's. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I think they put it on there so they could shut Ben up forever. Yes. So the next album when Ben says, "You shut up." Half. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but the one other thing I want to add to all this 10 artists, we haven't picked the duplicate yet. More than any of these artists, all I've done more than any of these is go down Allison Chain's fucking rabbit hole nonstop, renewed my love for Allison Chain's watching videos, watching documentaries, listening to songs that I haven't listened to in years. More than any of these, I'm fucking so into Alice in Chains that uh, of all these artists here, that's the band that's, you know, I wish we, you know, that uh, I would love to have probably hit as a second album soon because I just can't get enough. They're the ones that have uh, attracted me the most. Uh, to listen to more of their uh, catalog. A couple comments, before, and then we'll, we'll kind of we'll keep going. Uh, Matt Rustovan says, Roulette is a great deep cut off of Bon Jovi. <laughs> Chuck Hoskins says, Revelations is better live than on Peace of Mind. I, w- I, wouldn't, know. I wouldn't know. Um, Matt Rustovan uh, then says, First album he bought with his own money was Peace of Mind. Crash Crafton says, If I never hear another Def Leppard song, <laughs> it'll be too soon. Uh-oh. <laughs> And then our friend Tony Smith comes in with the worst take so far. A political blues is better than Jar of Flies <laughs> album. Wow. No. I don't even believe when that. When someone makes a statement like that, they're basically telling me they don't wipe after going number two. And they don't <laughs> oh, don't bring up shit with Tony Smith. Yeah, no, don't, don't bring up Exactly. Don't. Here comes the fucking shit fetish fucking emails and comments. Come on, Tony. Bring them on, buddy. Well, I, mean, I mean, it doesn't surprise me, right? Oh my goodness! And then Daniel Go ahead, Pe- Daniel Peoples, uh, thank the Lord of Darkness that Jay is here to carry the Maiden flag after the rest of the guys buried it. Well, no, Sonny loves Iron Maiden. It's one of his favorite bands. Not hear me say that. I have a feeling Sonny and I are going to throw down. <laughs> you might. You might. <laughs> All right. So why don't we start with the last twenty songs? And start with what we ranked as the worst song of these 105 songs. So what came in last place? A A Political Blues. (laughs) Clean sweep. 104, 103, 104, 104, 105. There was no doubt. Yeah, I just, listening to it again, I'm like, there's no way half is better than that. Blame Jay. Jay's the one that lifted half up from being not last. 
Yeah, you moved it up one. If you notice to the right, it says it's up one in the middle of those black columns. Yeah, Jay moved it up. Um, Maybe he's going under the the sunny analysis of, well, half is half the song. So a political (laughs) blues is longer. So therefore, it sucks more. Jay, Jay, I was telling these guys, I'm pissed because they wasted my time and half only wasted half of the time. <laughs> well, well, Super Unknown's a long album, so you consider half as you know one thing you don't have to listen to. You just kind of go over it, you know? You, you listen yeah. to it, and then you never have to hear it again. All right. Coming in at 104 is Half, the aforementioned Borat theme song. Um, and then coming afterwards at 103... The <laughs> Any... <laughs> Go ahead. Why are you laughing? Dinosaur Dungeons and Dragons and Caveman song from Peace of Mind Quest for Fire. Oh my goodness. That's, I mean, honestly, I'm not a huge Iron Maiden fan. I, I know that song is bad, but. I mean, uh, Sonny, Jay, you guys are Iron Maiden fans. I mean, we, we, oh, you guys, yeah, you Iron guys are Iron Maiden fan. How he disrespected Revelations in the beginning of this conversation. Oh, Hold yeah. on, we're going we're gonna to get to that. We're going to get to Revelations. We're going to yeah, get to that. This is Sonny's pick, Jay. He picked Peace of Mind. I'm a Maiden fan. This is one of the worst Maiden songs there are. Um, it is. It's just bad. because it is. Uh, the, Maiden has... I, and I think I told you guys this before. Maiden's one of my top 10 bands. I don't have a single Desert Island album from Maiden because every album's got something that I'm just like, really, dude? You know, it's, like, it, you know, so. Yep. No, it's it's true. There, there are bands like, like you said, there are bands like that. And they just, none of, nothing in their catalog is Desert Island because even even though they're, the album's fantastic, there's, all, there's always one or two songs. Because, like, we always talk about Desert Island. It's got to be perfection top to bottom. And, you know. Peace, but I, for me, peace of mind, sure as shit ain't that. But yeah, the thing about this is it's not the music, it's the lyrics. When it starts off, dun, 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 and that's in a time when in a time when done it. Oh, it's just come on, dude. Well, Zeus Murph jumped in. Now Murph has a question for you. What's worse, Quest for Fire or Shandy? Oh, Shandy is. Oh no, it's oh, not. Oh, it's not even close. I oh would rather God. listen to Quest for Fire all day than Shandy. Wow. Wow. Yes, absolutely. Wow. Not even a question. Um, after that, we're going into load mode. And the first load of load mode. Yep. We'll give you a lot of these guys. We'll give you a lot of this. Um, 102, the house Jack built, followed by poor twisted me at 101. Uh, comments? The house that Jack built is the worst song, probably the wor- one of the worst songs on the album. Poor Twisted Me. Again, he, and we say this all the time whenever we do these 10 album reviews. We did it with Kiss. We'll do it here. I think Poor Twisted Me is an awesome song because I like Load. But again, when you throw it in this list of songs with these albums, it's got no shot. It's just not going to. I mean, it's not that bad of a song. House that Jack built to me is a bad song. Poor Twisted Me, I, I I enjoy that song, but it's got no shot against these other these other songs. Jay, what are your thoughts on these? Because I know you're not a load guy. You're a Metallica guy, but you're not a load guy. Uh, shit. He's a load guy. He takes load. <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, I, you know, like I said, they just don't hold up very well. Um, 
you know, this album to me, you know, was part of my early twenties, late teens. And now I, gosh, I don't remember the last time I listened to loaded. I mean, I try, I mean, I love the song, a couple songs and we'll talk about those, but I was like, probably the last time I listened to it was, I don't know, five, six, seven years ago. Yep. It's just not, it just doesn't, just doesn't grab me anymore. Give it another shot. Sink to spend some extra, spend some time with it. I mean, it's a long album. There's 14 songs. You know, like we always say about certain albums, maybe, you know, maybe there's a few songs that don't belong there, but yeah, um, I think load and reload. I mean, I'm a Metallica fan. I wave the flag for those two albums because I think they get, I think they get very unfairly bludgeoned because people compare them to their classic and, and you can't do, you can't, that's not yeah, fair. That's not fair. You can't do that. But at the same time, like, like I mentioned before, I mean, I've heard ain't my bitch. Yeah. I'm talking about listening in it, listening to it as a, as a whole album. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it does have some decent songs and there's some good songs. There's one that I really like that we'll get to later on, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, if you want to talk about albums with Metallica, like newer albums, I love the Hardwired album. Oh yeah, and you know, when I look, when I even compare that to Load, I mean, the Hardwired album is just fantastic. You it know? is absolutely. Yep. Um, I will tell you, I don't think either of those two songs are that bad. They're not very good, right? But they're not like, oh, what the fuck is this? Yep. No, you're uh, right. They're not that bad. So following that, uh, we get to song 100, and that is Super Unknown's Head Down. Uh, I will tell you right now, before we get to the comments on it, uh, I like the song. I th- actually like it even more now. I think it's part of the mood. I think it's uh, – I, I love the vocals. I, I think it, it's just another type of that era from us, Tom, 94, 93 college I think it's just one of those listen to it like jar of flies. It puts me in the mood when I listen to it. I like the song. I like, I like Cornell's uh, delivery. Yeah. This song, see, it's not a great song, but it's a, it's a, I'll use the word tolerable. Whereas half is just not tall. Like I would not go, I would not go out of my way to, to, to choose to hear head down. But if I'm out, if I'm going for a run or something and it comes up on shuffle, I may give it, a little bit of time before I was like, okay, this is not good. And then I'll skip it, but I'll give it some time. Um, it's not great. I'm not going to try to convince anybody that it is. Uh, Sonny, any comments on those two load tracks and uh, the two loads that you got in then uh, <laughs> a head down song? Yeah. I don't think poor twisted me is that bad. Uh, yeah. It's okay. I had it ranked at 87. Uh, similar to what we were talking about. Kiss comes out with a song tomorrow. Is it really going to crack the top 50? Like, it's right. going to be tough, right? right? So when you're talking about some of these classic albums, it's probably not that bad. Head Down and Half, if those were the first two Soundgarden songs I ever heard, there's no way yeah. I listen to Soundgarden ever again. Those two songs are brutal. I'm sorry. No, that's, they're rough. They're looking a little rough. Um, so after Head Down, we're going to move up to... Um, Load again. No, no, it's uh Blizzard of Oz D. I mean, is anybody really gonna shit on it? It's just a quick little, you yeah. know, instrumental, right? Anybody want to have a comment on D? Yeah, it's, it's just here for that read. It's a 40-second acoustic instrumental. I don't think anybody's gonna say it's terrible, but it just it's just not it's not a song. Technically, yeah. you know what I mean? So if and it's just further proof that it was a fucking band album not Aussie solo album because I don't think he'd put his guitar guy 
uh, in a bit that <clears throat> place for him to let him have a little quick solo. That's right. a great point. That's an excellent point. Yeah. Blitzing the Bob was actually the band name. Yeah. Um, yes. You yep. know, before this was released and probably through the, the, uh, the guidance of Sharon. That's Sharon. not Sharon. Drew, you fucking take that fucking back, you fucking <laughs> shit. Anyways, um, on that quick, happy note, um, then we move and we go to loads. Mama said, I, now, to me, that's a bad song, and they actually did a fucking awful video for it as well. Uh, I can't stand it. That comes in at ni- 98 out of 105 load, uh, Mama said. So want to talk about anybody's mom's load there? Go ahead. Who's up? So you're you're more passionate about your dislike for this song because you're a country guy at heart, and you and, and I, I think you were no, like – I think, I think you were like offended – by the video combined with the song, it, you know, it's just terrible. Okay. Just terrible so what song. I'll say, what I'll say, and we we say this about about a lot of a lot of Kiss stuff. I like the song. It's not a badly written song. It's just it's not it's it's just not a Metallica song. It's not a Metallica song. It's it's. I say this all the time when we do Kiss album reviews. This is not what I want to hear when I put on Metallica. But that. But you know why it's not a Metallica song? Because most of the time I listen to a Metallica song, I like them. Okay, that's no, that, no, that's no, that's not. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a bad song. I just think it's a bad Metallica song. But I, I, if this came on shuffle, I would listen to it probably the entire song. Jay, what do you think? I mean, I know it's not really a Metallica song, but yeah, I mean, it, it kind of the same comment. I mean, you know, the load album, it, it, you know, for me, I mean, obviously, we talk, you know, in in basic. I think every song on the load album is in my bottom fifty, right? Wow, yeah, that's rough. Yeah. You know, That's rough. So and you know, rough. you know, and you know who's not happy about that. You know, he's not happy about that at all. He's got so he's got he's got some problems with you people. So the guitarist from Sticks, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> I, got a, I got a Tommy Shaw pop figure. What? No, Tommy Shaw's the other guy there. Oh, no, this, guy. This, is, this is like Justice Era Hetfield. Who's That's that guy? Sonny will know. Who's the oh, black guy? That's like I think black, you're talking black about JY. I was I was more JY. impressed. I thought it was a Leaf Garrett Dow. I have one of those too. I have, I have that's a blow up doll though with that one. Well, yeah, you know, in the mouth, it's got the no, hole. Oh, <laughs> um, Sonny, any comments you want to make on Mama said before we move on? It's tolerable. Like if it yeah. came on and I couldn't get to the skip fast enough, I'd live. It's not. Yeah, I can't see. You guys don't think that's worse than poor twisting me or house jack built. But here's the thing about load. It's it's just when at the end of the day, you know. It's not interesting, right? For me, you know, it, it just doesn't have that. Like, you know, when you listen to all the other Metallica albums, there's stuff going on that was different. It was interesting. It was, it was wow. You know, like, what is this? And I like the Black Album. I love the Black Album. That was part of my my high school years. But when it gets to load and reload, it just doesn't. It's really nothing innovative or going on with the record. Yeah, they they were yeah. just they were going through a phase. They were trying to do something different. And I think that, that and I they think, used their their uh, their sperm to put in the color of the painting on the cover. It was it was it was. I think it was actually cow. Um, I think it was it was blood and cow semen. I think bovine. Yeah. So Zeus, real quick, let's catch up with some comments. Um, let's see. Brad Rustovan says load and reload were the obvious next steps after the black album. It was the trajectory they were heading. Tony Smith says exactly Tom. I don't know what he's saying exactly about, but I'll, I'll take it. 
I'll take it. Uh, Daniel People says, I remember being surprised by the southern feel of load and reload in spots, plus the complete change vocally from Justice Black to load reload was hard to take. Um, oh, Tony Smith said, I'm ex- exactly right when Metallica became followers. Yeah, well, a lot of those. We say that about Kiss, too, with you know Carnival of Souls and stuff. Apparently, we'll I lost my mind at some point, Tony said. Uh, when you said Shandy is worse than Quest for Fire, I think. Oh, no way. That's a fucking... There you go, poll. No <laughs> oh, I think it was the weekly poll. <laughs> yeah, no way. No way at all. All right, so let's move on. Guys, we're going to go now to another oh brutal song off a of piece of mind to Tame a Land at number 97. Yeah. It's kind of just enough, just kind of a mess. A little, little. I mean, th- this uh, when we did this album review, I said I never. This is again. I'm not a. I'm a, I'm a hits guy for Iron Maiden. So the diehards out there may be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" But this is a very proggy prog album for Iron Maiden. I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're all there. There's always an element of prog in Maiden, though. Yeah, I see, and I, and I I wasn't aware of that until I heard this. I don't mind it. I mean, I love Rush. Rush is one of my all time favorite bands, so I don't mind prog. But it surprised me, and this 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 song was a little proggy, and I'm just like, eh. This is what happens with Maiden. Again, this is why they don't have a Desert Island album for me. Is they come up with a topic, and then they just kind of force it a little bit. Yeah. Right? Whether it works or not, they just kind of shove it in there. Like Flight of Icarus seems, seems like it was natural. It came out great. The Trooper comes out great. But somebody had an idea of this Dune thing, and it's like, okay, we're going to do it no matter what. And it just doesn't come off great and I, I don't love the proggy side of maiden so that's one of the reasons that uh maiden's a top 10 band for me partially because of eddie and their live experience and a lot of the songs it's not the prog piece of maiden that i like okay that's fair enough yeah, yeah. all right so let's move on we go to the next song and that is kickstand which is a real short song on super unknown I like it. It's a nice little quick jam. It reminds me, reminds me of Lucan from Pearl Jam. But go ahead, guys. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind Luke. Kickstand. It's like you said. Luke, that's a good analogy to compare it to Lucan. It's just a, it's a quick little grunge, like punk kind of blowout tune. But you know, again, when you compare it to everything else here, it's just it is where it is. But it's it's okay. Yeah. Anybody. We good? It, yeah, to me, it's just it's a, it's okay, but it's it's kind of more. It seems like more of an afterthought. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, here All we right. go. Here we go. So, <laughs> OU eight one two number ninety five source of infection. Um, this <laughs> was read the, the rankings. Work- Song ranked by Sonny of all one hundred five songs. Sonny has this as the least. Uh, his least favorite song and the worst song on all these tracks. That is horrible. Yes, it is. The song's not very good, but it's not 105, Sonny. Yeah, oh, yeah it is. I, I, I agree with Sonny. It's what? just, it's a, it's a terrible song. Okay, but terrible. you have it. It's obviously not 105 on your chart. It's 103. So oh, sorry. It's 103. He <laughs> must love it. He <laughs> must be his favorite. <laughs> 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 So do you have it as 103? I don't oh, understand. I, I, he, the the only thing I can say about this, because I got to defend this, because I had this at like 42. <laughs> it's the same thing with Sucker in a three-piece. 
Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. I, I am a Roth guy when it comes to Van Halen. Okay. OU812, if you're a Sammy Hagar guy, which which I know Sonny is, if you're a Sammy guy, you love OU812. You love everything about it. And the two songs that stick out as non-Sammy songs that are Roth-like are Source of Infection and Sucker in a Three, especially Sucker in a Three-Piece, but Source of Infection too. Yes, there are problems with Source of Infection. There are. I'm not, but, but to have it ranked the, the way... Sonny and Jay have it ranked is insane because the song has it. It at least it has some kick-ass uh, qu- you know qualities to it. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. I thought this song would have been way better if it was an instrumental. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on getting real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything Factor Meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor Meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, Looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, uh, oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon.
Okay. All right. That's you know, there's, there's, really, there's really not a body of lyrics in this song, right? No, it, no, there isn't. It's, it's yeah. Sammy just shouting little catchphrases. Yeah, make it an instrumental at that point. Which you is know? why I think if, which is why I think if Roth did it, he could have pulled it off with his like, like you know, like, <laughs> that's pretty impressive, Tom. I find you more attractive right now because you just did that. Oh, all right. <laughs> Matt Matt Rustoven said, "Source of Infection" might be the best song on OU812. Oh, said that? Matt Matt Rustoven, and he said, "If it isn't, then it's Black and Blue." Well, we'll get Black to that. But Blue is basically best of both worlds. That, exactly. It's a good Thank point. You, which is yeah. point. basically cold gin, but that's just <laughs> right. oh, good Lord. Um, anyways, uh, let's go. Uh, you have some more comments up there, uh, Tom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, look. Oh, look. Shout it out loudcast. Shout it out loudcast comment and said, Shandy sucks. Thanks, Zeus. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but there's some defenders of that. I okay, mean, well, so Daniel People says Shandy is twice as bad as any bad maiden song. Um, Tony Smith says Revelation Mother Earth sucks. Uh oh. Yep. Tony Masalm says that's you're nuts. Fucking, that's just, that's all kinds of stupid, Tony. Sorry. But go um, ahead. Then Daniel People says, I'm not sure what Iron Maiden Sonny does like if he doesn't like <laughs> kind of Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The same thing. Like, like Sonny goes, I don't really like the Prague Maiden. I'm like, not all maiden is Prague to me. Not all maiden. No, because when I think of maiden, I think of like the trooper and number of the beast and that. Like, I don't think of listen to the chord progressions and all that. Listen to the time changes and stuff. No, no, I know you're right. That's true. You're true. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't. I'm not a musician, so I don't get to that. I'm talking about the feel of it. It doesn't feel like rush to me all the time, right? There is a the dual guitar solos, <clears throat> the two guitars playing off each other, the driving bass beat, uh, yeah. or the bass uh, guitar in itself, Dickinson's yeah. voice, right? It just, it's got it like, I'm not, Alexander the Great, no thanks. Rhyme of the Ancient oh. Mariner, no oh, thanks. Rhyme of the, oh my God. Too goddamn long. Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner is too one of the long. Of all time. Alexander the Great is a phenomenal song. Too oh long. Oh my God. You know what? You, you, know, you use ragu when you make spaghetti, don't you? That's right. <laughs> because I'm a fat guy and I want to eat right now. You <laughs> eat ragu. You eat and ragu. I don't need my own French bread either. I just go you buy the 99 cent one. Jeff Boyardee is gourmet food. That's right. Now, who makes a statement like Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner? Are you kidding me right now? But Jay, Jay, Jay I, I will say this. I will say this. Sonny also hates Rush. Yes. So, yes. so like, there are songs on there are songs on Rush albums. Like, we're not going to get into the Rush into Rush here, but there there are songs. Like, but I I like that what you're I like what you're talking about, Jay. The time change, the the, the different time signatures and stuff. I like that proggy stuff. I don't like it in Iron Maiden. I don't know if that makes any sense. I just don't. How do you call yourself a Maiden fan and say they're in your top ten when you don't you you don't like Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner is like one of their epic songs. It's like it's so fantastic. So okay, hold on. We got comments here. Daniel People says Sonny is out. Get him off the show. Sacrilegious, <laughs> <laughs> he says. And then Corey Thomas says Alexander the Great is awesome. Yes, Corey. Chuck Hoskins says Iron Maiden is best at live songs. And and oh. then commenting on the ragu, Tony Smith says Pandemic Paul Pasta. Yes. And then Daniel and then, da- then Daniel Peoples is cheering you on. He's saying, "Go get him, Jay." All right. So what is Daniel talking about? He's all upset about on Sonny. Which comment of his? 
all of it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just so, I think I think the Maiden here, stuff. Let me I, let me help you with this. Maiden fans absolutely hate it that rock guys only like the Trooper and yep. Flight of Icarus and you know Wasted Years and blah 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 because Alexander the Great and Rhyme and the Ancient Mariner are revelations or musical masterpieces that should be put in the Hall of Fame blah blah who gives well, a you're fuck? the one that called yourself a top ten fan if you're a top it is I am a top ten fan I just don't like those songs I mean you don't appreciate any of those songs I mean that's yeah. Kiss Kiss is my favorite album I uh, Kiss is my favorite band. I hate Peter Chris's solo, Gene's solo, oh, The Elder, Carnival. There's all kinds yeah, of stuff. Yeah, but I you can't compare Peter Chris's crap solo album to Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. First I'd of rather all, listen both, to Hooked on Rock and Roll than Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Both you fucking idiots need to shut up about my boy Peter. <laughs> but anyways. Sonny, Sonny, you're right, though, because Rush fans are the exact same thing. If you're a diehard Rush fan and you're like... You talk to me like, oh yeah, my favorite song is uh, Limelight. My favorite song is Subdivisions. Yeah. yeah, okay, but do you like the Necromancer? That's do you like right. Do you like Twenty One Twelve? No, no, I don't like those songs. Well, I think you're not a Rush. It's, it's the same thing, and 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 I don't, I don't fault people either way, but I get it. I I get that you know if you like Rush, you how can you not like songs off Caress of Steel and only like Moving Pictures? But you can, and that's that's okay, I guess. And I deal with it with Deano fans too, because I don't like Paul Deano. No, it's yeah. like, oh my God, you don't like any of those songs? I love them on Live After Death. I just right. don't like them on the first two albums because right. I don't like Paul's How voice. How often have you listened to the Paul Diano stuff? I've all listened to it enough to know I don't like it. Murders okay. in the Room, Warwick? I love the song when Bruce does it. Oh. All right, keep going, Zeus. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, he's kind of telling you he likes the Kiss songs when Tommy Thayer plays Ace Frehley. That's right. <laughs> I want Tommy Thayer to do Torpedo Girl. Yeah, Cheetah Chris. All right. With that bloodbath left uh, a source of infection. Let's move 94. Ronnie. I actually like that song. It's not bad. Anybody? Uh, yeah, that's not a good song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, but but I, but that being said, it's a Metallica song, and I like I love Metallica. So I won't turn it off, but it's not a song I'll seek out. Um, I think it. I think <clears throat> this is a song. I'm not going to really argue too much with where it is. Okay. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I listened to it a couple of times since we did the load um, episode, and I don't mind it. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I I like it too. I think it's a pretty good song. Uh, number ninety three. Uh, Tom's favorite, Fresh Tendrils. I remember good. Tom took a beating for liking the song. I will be honest with you, Tommy. I've opened up to it more now. I love it. I've opened up to it more. It's a little fucking, I don't know. It just it gets me to, um, now I'm, I'm having a brain lapse here. Um, what do you do? Audio uh, audio Slave, right? Audio what Slave. You, that's what it sounds like. It reminds me of a yep. lot more of that. Yep. Um, but I, I've gotten into it. I think it's not a bad song. Yeah. I, I, I like it a lot. It's different. It's got a little bit of that jangly guitar. The drum The drums sound really cool. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it should not be down here. But it, but when you get people that don't like grunge, it, that that's fine. That's what we're here for. It ends up where it is. Uh, well, don't waste your hate. That's number 92. Another load song. Metallica, number 92, Wasting My Hate. Anybody? Jay killed that one. Jay, you must explain yourself because that's not that bad. <laughs> I've already talked about this album, son. You and I are not on speaking terms right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, right. 
Yeah. I mean, I think I pretty much beat a dead horse with load. I mean, it's just, I mean, nothing really connects with me except for a few tunes. Okay. 91, the first uh, song from uh, Jar of Flies, Swing On This. Uh, I think it was kind of a, you know, a throwaway song. I don't like it that much. It's, I don't really like it. It's okay. Um, It's on Jar of Flies. So, yeah. Is what yeah. It is. yeah, it's this this is I'm not gonna argue too much with this, you know. It it's it's not great, but it's Alice in Chains. I'll listen to it, but you know, I'm not gonna fight about this one. Okay. So let's move on. Super unknown again. 90 mailmen. Oh, look at those rankings. They're almost exact. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. is crazy. Um, you don't like uh, the thought of going around shooting up people as a mailman? I like these. I like the sludgy songs on Super Unknown. This is one of them. This one might be a little too slow and sludgy. This is like you really are pulling back on the gears on this one. But I, I, I like it. But you know, it's uh, it's, the theme is dark too. Oh, brutal, brutal. Yeah, it's not about Newman. So, well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Newman's uh makes his uh presence known on our podcast quite a few times. Oh. I think the song that really pisses off a lot of people from uh that are iron maiden fans that this song is number 89 when eagles dare oh yeah this is all you guys <laughs> it's all you guys. <laughs> i like jay just blaming us right out of the gate i'm having a hard time seeing the rankings zeus do you mind it's, reading them so tom's at 92 zeus is at 80 i'm at 70 jay's a 64 so Jay okay. and I were almost uh, right there, but you guys got it in your bottom. Well, we all pro- have it in the, our bottom the, third, the, I guess. The, the problem I had with this song was that it's it's not that bad of a song. It just it just went on for too long. Like it just it just it needed to kind of wrap itself up a little bit. It's it's not a it's not a terrible song, um, but rankings. Zeus, do you mind reading them? So Tom's at ninety two. Zeus is at eighty. I'm at seventy. Whoa. <laughs> what the heck? We got a go- we got a ghost in here? I don't know. Somebody uh, turn. Well, we all have it. <laughs> Is somebody got their uh their <laughs> I didn't touch anything. Me neither. I haven't touched a thing. <laughs> the ghost of Sonny Pooney jumped on. <laughs> well, it, it um, is Halloween it is Halloween season. <laughs> all right. So... I think it's Sharon. They're not talking about Ozzy enough. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers! Um, so the next track is after, uh, where Eagles dare is let me drown the two opening tracks back to back. Number 88 from super unknown. Read the rankings, Sonny. Uh, Zeus and Jay were in 93 and 95. That's all you need to know right there. (laughs) Zeus. This was your album, buddy. Yeah, it's not. It's one of the weaker songs on the album. Oh, wow! Okay, you picked ten very good albums. I know that, and I keep saying the same thing. I know. So if Uh, you take two or three songs off every album that you don't really like, they're going to end up in the eighties, nineties, hundreds. I mean, that's where it goes. So let's 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 read a couple comments here. Uh, Chuck Hoskins, Paul Paul killed it on Phantom of the Opera. Not not Paul Stanley on Phantom of the Opera. Paul Diano on Phantom of the Opera for Iron Maiden. I think he's talking about. Um, Dorothy Banning Dalton says, "Hey Jay, hey Dorothy, 
Corey Thomas says Billy says. All right. See, this is the problem. We don't get when we don't keep up with the uh, with the with the comments because it's hard. Something Billy is upset about some song being way too low. Uh, Brad is mad at us for having where Eagles dare at 89. Oh, yeah. He says you guys must not have seen them live last year when they played it. It was killer. No, I have never seen Iron Maiden in concert. Um, Tony Smith talking about Soundgarden super unknown. He says, I wish they stayed unknown. The fuck, Tony's stop it. All right, keep going. I, I, All right, Jay, how did I'm I'm surprised that kickstand and fresh tendrils is better than let me drown on yours. I let me drown's not a bad song, is it? Uh I I I, I, I I like I like pretty much all of all of Super Unknown, and 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 that's an interesting comment that you say, Sonny. These these rankings are so done in real time. I was asking Jay. I don't know why you're talking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Jay knew I was asking him. I don't okay. know why you didn't know that. Thanks, thanks, Puyani. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like sometimes, like like Zeus said, there these albums even. You know, even even I bag on load. It's it's. I, I wouldn't say it's a bad album, right? Um, I wouldn't say Oh You Eight One Two is a bad album. I mean, there's. I think there's just better albums in the category. And then when you select these good albums, it's really hard to rank. You know, it, it, it's not easy. Um, and I think sometimes some songs kind of fall victim to trying to compare that song with another song, and it's just it does. Yep. You know. I mean, Super Unknown is a great album. I I, I love Super Unknown. I, I do, you know, we, we talked about Sonny not, you know, really grasping or, or engaging with the grunge era. Um, you know, I don't know if he just doesn't like flannels, but, you know, I, I looked at that era as I was always a big Soundgarden and Alice in Chains fan because to me, they were more metal than grunge, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I saw Alice in Chains open up for Anthrax. Yeah. Um, Pearl Jam, I've learned to appreciate as I've gotten older. Nirvana, I've never connected with Nirvana. Boo! You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how someone can make uh, a career. Obviously, he's passed on, but someone who was, you know, said by many to be this legendary songwriter who was always out of tune, singing, always oh. out of tune with his guitar. And I like STP. I do like STP too with Scott Weiland and and uh, all that. Chuck, right. Hos- Chuck Hoskins says, I would rather listen to Fran Drescher do a book on tape than listen to Super Unknown. Oh, man. Come on. Come on. I mean, honestly, like there's some people that think after 1992, there's no great music. You know, Dr. Feelgood, I think, came out in, what, 90 or 91. And there was still kind of a wave of rock and roll. For those that don't like grunge, you're missing out on a great period of music. And yeah, it was difficult to have, you know, connect with it after you have this glam era and all these bands, you know, excess was everything back in the eighties. And then you, you, but that was going to happen. Anytime you have one form of music go so far one way, something's got to pull it back. And there are songs of that, from that period that have wonderful lyrics that connected with me as I was kind of going through my journey on life as an early 20 year old and, going out into the real world. So yeah, it did have an impact on me. And, and for anyone that says something like super unknown, you'd rather listen to Fran Drescher on book. That's just being closed-minded. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. I, mean yeah, you, I mean, I mean, you gotta, I mean, how do you not appreciate Chris Cornell's voice? And if you like audio slave, you're going to like, you're going to like Soundgarden. 
Okay. How do you not like, you know, Pearl Jam? Pearl Jam writes some of the most prolific lyrics in rock and roll history. Alice in Chains is, you know, with, with Lane Staley and the song Wood or the song, you know, whatever. I mean, that band was just fantastic. You know, Jerry Cantrell was a phenomenal guitar player. You know, Mike McCready from, from uh, Pearl Jam, phenomenal guitar player. So, you know, stop with the, like, I can't listen to anything, you know, that doesn't have hairspray in it um, or from the 70s. Just listen to it. Reconnect with it. I mean, if you haven't listened to it, you're still making comments like that. You're wrong. Yes. Woo. Yeah. Everything you say. Now turn yourself onto that and, and go listen to Nirvana again. And then uh, stop bitching about those people because you're doing the same to them. Man, so it smells like team spirit. Smells like shit. Oh, uh oh. <laughs> that song in and of itself made everybody that you mentioned come up with him. So they yeah. all owe him. So yeah. I will we'll yeah. save that. We'll say that for a grunge uh, episode that where none of these people will be watching that, but that's okay. Oh God, they're fucking the greatest. Anyways, um, afterwards we did uh I think we did did we get to um still life uh, uh, still life 87? Yep. And then we got the last one, Bleeding Me 86 load. I like Bleeding Me a lot. As you can tell from the rankings, me and Tom really liked Bleeding Me, and then the two knuckleheads gave it a 93 each and made it the top 20 worst songs and uh um, and still life meh except for sunny was the one that made it actually uh not be one of the one of the 10 worst songs with this 51 jay even had it as a 92 and both of those songs are okay i don't i don't i don't hate either they're not unlistenable to me um Real quick, and then we'll we'll get more comments. Tony Mossan says, I can, I can answer this for Tony, but I'll let Jay answer it too because it's a question for Jay. Why are you saying AIC was a great band? They still are. Tony, yeah. I, Tony, yeah. I, Tony, yeah. I, Tony yeah. I agree with you. I think William Duvall is absolutely spectacular. I've been telling Zeus to give those albums a chance with, with William Duvall, but I think a lot of people, when they talk about AIC, they talk about the lane days. Jay, go ahead. The question was directed at you. I yeah, yeah, he's absolutely right. They're still a, a, a great band. Yeah. William Duvall does a great job. They do a fantastic job of cashmere. And for me to oh, compliment wow. a band covering Led Zeppelin, because I hate all Zeppelin covers, very rarely that I do like one, their version of cashmere was, was fantastic. STP okay. doing Dancing Days. STP doing dancing. Oh, on the uh, encomium. On the, yeah. 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 No, I, I don't like any of it. Oh, my God. I think it's fantastic. By the way, I did see uh, I was the only one who, who watched I um, the live stream. STP played purple. Uh, Ten bucks. I hope a lot of other bands do that. Just played the whole. Uh, they have their new singer. I swear to God, I thought it was Scott Weiland back from the dead. Not only does he look like him, sounds like him, a little like him. He moves like him. It was like eerie. Did a fucking fantastic job on Purple. The sound, the album sounded amazing, and the two brothers, the Leo brothers, are fantastic. So that was I watched that stream live. I hope more artists do that. During this COVID time, take your time. Like, you know what? We're going to go into the studio and we're going to play a classic album. You want to watch us play this whole album? We'll talk about it too. Ten bucks. I'd do it. That'd be it great. Awesome. 
You know, Daniel, I'm interested, you know, in go, something. Go ahead, you know, I, I, I promote a lot of new music on my show. And one of the things I hear a lot from classic rock bands is new music sucks. And I'm interested to know that, like, people that rag on on grunge, are they the same people that are like, new music sucks? You know what I mean? Like, is is everything after 92 or 91 or 90, whatever you want to say, is everything crap to these people, you know? And, and that's disappointing because I think rock, as you, as you look through the history, has always moved the goalposts and has always moved things and been influenced by different things, whether it's the new wave of British heavy metal, which is glam period, whatever it is, the, 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 the moody blues period of the seventies. And then we have grunge, which is probably closely more aligned to that moody blues period because you know, the moodiness of the songs and the lyrics and, and whatnot. So again, if you haven't listened to Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, even Nirvana, you know, whatever, go back and check them out. Nice. Wave yeah. the flag. I like it. So, Sonny, any comments about the last two songs? Or anybody else want to make any comments after Sonny about the last 20 songs, the worst 20 songs? No, so we were looking at it uh, before, so... When uh, the three of us initially did this, Bleeding Me, Still Life, and Let Me Drown were not in the bottom 20. But with Jay's rankings, uh, they ended up in the bottom 20, and obviously three pulled out of there. Uh, they're, I mean, Still Life, I like Still Life. Um, yeah, I like the story of Still Life. That's part of it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, I enjoy the song. But uh, And Bleeding Me is all right. I, I don't know. I never see I like that song. Couple comments. Um, Daniel People says Great White does Zeppelin pretty good. They have an entire Zeppelin cover album. Yeah, yeah. they do. Okay. Um, Brad says he saw a William Duvall led Alice in Chains open for Guns N' Roses at Ford Field. They killed it. Yeah, I've heard them. Li- I've never seen them live, but I've heard some of the seen them on YouTube. Uh, he's great. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Mark Weiss said um, I love new music and I don't like grunge. Some grunge is okay, just not my sound. Our good, our buddy Chris Vickery says, "Not a grunge fan, but I do like some new rock." So maybe there isn't a correlation, but I see your point, Jay. Yeah, yeah. And All right. Go ahead. I know Chris. Chris does a lot of posting on my Twitter feed, so nice. He does this. He All knows. Right. Let's move to the best twenty ranked songs. Uh oh, here we go. We'll start with number twenty. Sonny, tell me when you're ready, buddy. It's there. All right. So number twenty. All or nothing from Slide It In. Tom had it ranked the least at number 48. Uh, Jay at 31. I had it 21, 17 for uh, Sonny. Uh, I think it's a great song. Yeah, I'm not going to. I mean, I, I had it ranked low, but it's one of my favorite songs off of Slide It In. So it, it just, you know, we, we've been saying it when you compare it with the other albums. <clears throat> I think All or Nothing is, I think it's a great song. Yeah, it was already in our top 20. It just dropped right to the bottom of the top 20. But it's still in the top third of uh, what Jay ranked, so. Yeah. Jay needs to get some glasses because I can see him squinting. No, I'm just just saying, like, there's one freaking Iron Maiden song in the top 20. The fuck's the matter with you guys? (laughs) You should have taken a look at the list before tonight. I sent it to you earlier. You just picked up on that now? But that's all right. There was a second one. But you bounced it out. Yeah, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so it bounce out. Sun and Steel. Sun and Steel was in the top 20. And then you fucked it. <laughs> it's a great tune. And he's yeah, Sun and Sun and Sun and Steel's awesome song. 
I couldn't fucking... believe when I heard that. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, he, he ranked it 35, so it dropped it from <laughs> uh it dropped it four spots and knocked it out of the top 20. Okay. Where's revelations? God damn it. We're gonna get to that. Yeah, Don't worry. We'll oh get... no, we're not because it didn't make. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, but we'll get to our. You know what's funny? Fuck you. <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Now, um, having the third, the first of three songs in the top twenty, Jar of Flies. I stay away. Tom had it at four. I had it seventeen. Fucking sunny. Eighty-four. If I would have known it was going to be in the top 20, I would have put it at 94. Jay had it number five. Thank God for for Jay. He brought it up 10 spots with the number five ranking. Wow. Yep. Top 20. Thanks, Jay. Anybody else want to make a comment or are we just going to leave it at Sonny's an asshole? Sonny Sonny has the taste of a person without a tongue. Oh, ooh, 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 (laughs) slip of the tongue. All right, let's go. Sonny has the taste of the fucking guy that used to sing for Warren that died. What's oh, his name? Sonny has the taste, Sonny has the taste, of, a guy, <laughs> of, a guy that licks up the floors of a glory hole. Oh, <laughs> Jay. Damn. Wow. I wasn't going to be that mean, but I just said he was the guy that died. That's all. Yeah, I'm just using my words. Now, one, two, three, four. The first song of five songs that are in the top 20. Pyromania, Too Late for Love, comes in at 18. I had it at 41. Tom, 14. Sonny, 22. Jay at 29. We got our first comment here saying way too much Pyromania in the top 20. I agree. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, <clears throat> that's also that's probably because of me because I well I mean I, I that was my number one album I carried I think I carried the water for Pyromania on here. Yeah, just a bit, but that's all good. It's all good. Following that is way too high. Stage fright at seventeen. Tom had it thirteen. Sonny had it eighteen. Jay had it at ten. I had it at sixty-three. Zeus, you fucked this up. This could have been top ten if it wasn't for you. That is way too. It's like one of the weaker tracks. On oh, that album. Oh, wait, this, is, wait, this is coming from the guy that had action, not words, ranked number one off Pyromania. No, he didn't. I had coming out there. Oh, let's not forget. Let's not so for, not forget. He's he thinks highly of the Peter Chris solo album. Oh, so, that's right. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's Uh-oh. right. That's right. Dude, so, Stage Fright is one of the most underrated tracks on Pyromania. It's overrated. Stage it's Fright overrated. is great. It's overrated. I liked it oh, better when they called it Rock Rock Till You Drop. You gotta so- have you gotta have a think highly of for people to be for it to be overrated. It's underrated. Way under. Okay, and we got some good start. Julie got- had a conversation with Sonny on this when I was on the Growing Up Rock. You know, the question was, and people who are commenting, too late for love. Is that a power ballad? And my answer was no. No. You know? No, it's um, not. Yeah, it's not a power ballad. That's mid-tempo, right? With some yeah. soaring vocals, basically. Yeah. Couple cu- couple Pyromania comments. So Tony jump Tony Mosalem jumps in and says Pyromania deserves five songs in the top 20. Brad then says Rock Rock Till You Drop is better than Too Late for Love, Stage Fright, and Coming Under Fire. You lost not, me at 10. I'm not gonna argue with that. I mean, I love them all. So Chris Vickery says it depends on when you graduated from high school. Def Leppard was big in the early 80s. I don't know. Def Leppard was huge in the I mean. 
Yeah, you know, his area was gigantic. His area came came out, you know, that carried them through the rest of the decade. Tony Smith says stage fright rocks. Scott Wheeler says too late for love is too low. Underrated song on one of the greatest rock records. Um, Daniel People says overrated by who? No one other than Def Leppard fans know what it is. I'm, I'm assuming he's talking about stage fright. Yeah, yeah. By this okay. by this tracking that it's in the top twenty. That's what I'm saying. It's okay. Overrated. Okay. 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 All right. So let's move on. So now we're gonna get to the only song from Super Unknown to make it in the top twenty. Number sixteen fell on black days love this song love it um tom killed this song killed it 66 i had it 10 sunny had it at 23 jay had it at four yeah i i love super unknown it's mount rushmore grunge album for me um i this is just not a i just i'm not a huge fan of this song i just it's good it's a good song it's a, I'm not going to tell you that it's a bad song. Uh, it's just not. I say this all the time about certain bands. Like, it's not really what I want to hear from Soundgarden. I love Cornell's vocals, like especially when he's kind of screaming at the end because he always does that. But it's it's a good song. I'm not going to say it's a bad song, but I mean, Jay has it fourth. No way. No way. It's not even the fourth best song on Super Unknown. I like the moodiness of it. I like. I like. Yeah. The- you know, the tempo of it. I think it's a great song. Okay. Um, it was actually the song that kind of opened opened the door for, for me and Soundgarden. Okay. No, that's, like I said, it, it's a good song. Uh, it, it definitely is a good song. The vocals are off the charts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jesus Christ Pose did that for me. That's what opened up Soundgarden oh, for me. See, that's, a, that's what I want to hear from Soundgarden for the most part. Yeah. But you talk about that you like these slow songs these you know grungy kind of songs this isn't though this is a slow song but it's not it's not like suicide it's not fourth of july it's not mailman it's not limo wreck this is like god it it has like it better (laughs) no okay that's i'm i i said it's a good song to mid-tempo song based it's a moody it's it's vocals this fucking range is insane on that song right yeah it is yep um agreed and you fucked it Appetite for Destruction comes in at number 15. This is the first of four tracks. And of all the tracks that are on here, I mean, I can't believe this is these are the four that made it. But Mr. Brownstone, 32 for Tom, 61 for me. Sonny hit number six and three for Jay. What the fuck are you guys smoking? Oh my Thank God. Thank you, Jay, you for taking it to the top 20, baby. That's what, what are you smoking? It's a freaking great track. Mr. Brownstone is, you know, probably, in my opinion, the best song on the album. See, I'm not going to argue with that. I know I had Mr. Brownstone uh, 32. It's, it's, a, it, it's, a, it's a song off of Appetite. I'm not going to argue with that. It's a great song. I, I don't having it number three is a little high. Having it number six is a little high, but it's a great song. Uh, I'm not going to try to convince you that it's not. It's a good so, song. It's not a great song. I think it's a great song. I mean, I had it 32, yeah. but that's just because of everything else that was going on in there. But I think I, it's well, I the other know. two fucking do smack. So that's why they have it so high. Right, right. <laughs> you don't drink enough and you don't do enough drugs. That's what the problem is. Yeah, it's not kind of a problem. That's called fucking having a brain. All right. Anybody else? 
Hold on. Daniel People says Super Unknown is the biggest fatigue album for me out of these 10. It was my high school music. No matter how much I like it, I couldn't get away from it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, see, I think it it matters where you were at, what you were listening to, and what music spoke to you, probably between the ages of like 15 and 20, somewhere in that neighborhood, right? Agreed. For me, that's 85 to 89. Yep. <laughs> right? So that's why I love the music that I love. And I think uh, it just kind of depends on whatever speaking you at the time. By the time grunge was coming, those guys weren't talking to me anymore. Right. I, I was yep. the people who already spoke to me were already in my library and I didn't need any of these new guys. That's that's what it was. So Tony right. Smith says that old Zeus, he's a real motherfucker. Going to kick him on down the line. <laughs> We've been dancing with Mr. Zeus. <laughs> Wonderful. That's actually um, that's actually not as good as I was made for loving you, Zeus. Okay. Oh, well, that's our. I that, love that. It's our friend number fourteen. Rock of Ages. Yeah. All right. We had a big thing about Rock of Ages before Jay came on. Is that this was the most even song probably throughout mm-hmm. that we ranked pretty decent. I had it at 18, Tom at 16, Sonny at 20. Along comes Jay, and he all of a sudden is, he puts it at 48. But all together, Rock of Ages comes in at 14. Yeah, this is the equivalent of like photobombing a song ranking. Jay just comes in and just <laughs> but but the thing is, the thing is with Rock of Ages, we all have it ranked high. But I mean, I don't think anybody's gonna argue if somebody's like fatigue factor, I don't need yeah. to hear it again. Maybe yeah. that's why Jay had it low. Jay, you, you had it 48. Yeah, it, it's the fatigue factor. Yeah. Um, and I think there's so many better songs on Pyromania than Rock of Ages. Okay. Okay. Number 13, the only track from OU812, finish what you started. Um, came in uh, 13. Tom had it at 43. I had it at 15. Sonny, 13. J 29. Um, Van Halen, only a uh, song to make in the top 20. Yeah, this, this, this should be other songs in the top 20 than this, but uh, <clears throat> it's a good song. It's a, it, it's a, it's a good what song. song from, what other song from OU812 should be in the top 20? Oh, I could probably name like personally or, or what do i think i think black, black and blue is better than finish what you started it might, was it in there black and blue was it in there before jay came along well let's see um i don't know let's see black and blue went up to so no oh, black no. and blue so was we never, we number 26 anyway yeah there was nothing in the top uh it's, yeah it's when it's love should be in the top 20 but yeah. you know you guys are you idiots, guys so killed it. yeah finish what you started I, I it's a it's a cool song it's a it's a fun song but i i i, I say this all the time about all these bands it's not what i want to hear from van halen the finger picking stuff i like it but i don't want to it's not really what i prefer to hear out of van halen it's a good song i'm not gonna tell you that it's not a good song it's just not what i prefer that's why i had it Any, anything this is your album uh, dude, this is one of the best songs on that album. <laughs> oh, yeah. When he does it, he he released something uh, called Light Roast a couple of uh, years ago where he does it even more stripped down, and it's even better. And anytime they do it live, it comes off great. So it, it's just a great song. Okay. And yeah. that chick in that video. Oh, my God. oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good video. <laughs> oh. All right. First of three songs. In the top 20, and these are top 12. Let's go. Blizzard of Oz, Mr. Crowley. Um, Tom has it at 44. 
I have a 13, Sonny 11, J32. Mr. Crowley at 12. Yeah, the solo carries it for me, but the rest of the song is just, it's a little too slow and whiny. I'm not going to deny that it's like that the, the musicianship and Randy Rhodes, like we've talked about this before when we did the album review, it's probably the best solo on the album. You know, everybody talks about the solo on Crazy Train, but it's just, it's a little too slow. And there could, there could be some fatigue. I mean, sometimes if the song is great enough, it can lift it up from the fatigue. But for me, this just isn't that. Anyone? No? Okay. Let Jay talk, because uh, I'm surprised how far apart he has. I don't know Crazy Train and Mr. Crowley. Like, there's a big gap there. Yeah, I always liked um, mm. Diary of a Madman more than Blizzard of Oz. Yep. Um, and I like Mr. Crowley. And again, you know, there's so many great songs from these 10 albums. It's hard to really, you know, because you're putting one song in, then one song gets left out, and you're trying to make you know, sense of, of, of where all these songs go. And unfortunately something like, you know, Mr. Crowley kind of falls when you're, when you combine all these 10 albums. Yep. It's, it's, it's not that I'm saying it's a bad song. I think sometimes when, when people see these polls, if, if something's not in a top 10 or a top 20, top five, they're like, well, what about this song? What about that song? And it doesn't mean that I don't like it. Right? It doesn't mean that I don't, that, that, that I think it's bad. It's just, I think there's better songs from these, you know, on, on, on these albums and that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just think the guitar and the mood that that brings you, that eerie, just along with when this came out, where you were when you listened to it, I just think the spookiness and that old satanic shit. Oh, it was mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, another song that I think is way too high comes in at a number 11. Uh, Appetite for Destruction, My Michelle. Tom has it at six. I have it at 55. Sonny at 29. Jay at number nine. I love the story of this song. Yeah. You know, I love it. gives you that, that feel of, you know, the destitute lives on, on Hollywood Boulevard. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it really kind of paints the picture of that era. I think probably better than any song on the album. Is it better than Fallen Angel by Poison? <laughs> uh, yes. 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 Everything by Guns N' Roses is better <laughs> than anything by Poison. You could print that, Sonny. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't like, uh, you know, I want action, Tom? You look like I, an I want action. I don't, I don't mind some poisons. I don't, I, don't, I don't mind some Poison songs. Some of them are fun and cheesy, but it's, it's not Guns N' Roses. The best part, my Michelle, this, I go back and forth between this and Rocket Queen is the two best songs on the album. The best part of my Michelle is the beginning. Yeah. That, the, that, 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 that creepy little guitar solo. And then when the drums and slash just rip into that intro with oh, that, yeah, that yeah. opening chorus, it's, it's the, uh, the opening verse, excuse me. Um, the chorus is, is okay, but the rest of the song is just, is just heavy. I just, I love it. I love, always love the song. Number 10. We're in the top 10. Sticking with Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction. The opening track, Welcome to the Jungle. Tom has it seven. I have it as number two. Sonny at 50. <laughs> Jay at 26. And I'm getting shit for having finished what you started at 43. What the fuck, Sonny? Is it it fatigue, Sonny, or is it just not a good song? It's part fatigue, and it's not the best song on that album. There is much better songs on that album. 
That's sorry. I think I have a big three songs for me. Uh, Welcome to the Jungle is probably my favorite out of the three, but I am fatigued about the record. And I, I do have like a, a love-hate relationship with Guns N' Roses. You know, I, I've had, I, I love Appetite and I love the band, but then there's also a part of me that feels in 92 after the Use Your Illusion tour, they kind of walked away from their fans. Yep. And they kind of screwed over rock and roll. I think they were they were a band that would have continued playing and continued, you know, keeping rock and roll what it was in the in the eighties and the early nineties front and center because they were a big name and they were they were really the what was carrying rock and roll at that point. And they just you know, I I I, I love Guns N' Roses, but there's always a sense of of, of disappointment whenever I think about them because oh, they, yeah. they could have done so much more. Mm-hmm. See, and I got, and I, it's a good point because I have the same feeling with Van Halen and Bon Jovi. I think those three bands could have took it through the 90s, but Bon Jovi decided basically do something else, right? Van Halen was (laughs) getting so inner turmoil that it was getting stupid by the time balance comes and GNR just basically turned their back. So those three could have been the biggest bands of the 90s if they would have kept going the way they were going couple comments um matt rustoven says ou812 might be the weakest van halen album a lot of people say that i would say that i would yeah but it's it's not not too uh, far from it yeah I have Daniel- balances uh, oh i like balance i love balances uh, man balance is okay it's ou812 is better than balance Ooh. um finish what you started daniel people says finish what you started first van hagar song i heard i still love it to this day Tony Smith says Mr. Brownstone and my Michelle should swap spots. Uh, Tony Smith is mad at me. He says poison rocks. Uh, I would never use that term to describe poison. What rocks? Um, Good. No, no. <laughs> uh, Daniel Peoples, my Michelle is one of the best hard rock songs. There is the sinister feel of the music and verses with the uplifting part of everyone needs love is fantastic. Um, yay. Sunny. Good call on juggle says Tony. Matt says appetite is great. Give some poison deep cuts a listen, especially sexual thing off the greatest hits. No Don't, idea. What I think that. the military use poison deep cuts to torture people. Yeah. <laughs> they should. <laughs> and uh, a sexual thing is Brett Michaels still singing, or just one. Chuck Hoskins <laughs> says. Un- Chuck Hoskins says unpopular opinion. Rat out of the cellar better than appetite. No, we'll find out. We will find out potentially stay tuned, Chuck. Um, Daniel peoples then says problem with poison for me is they have no solid albums except for native tongue. I, I would have no idea. Sonny. Okay, you're you're the the poison. Uh, oh, that's, that's a cotton fan right there. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I agree with him. Hey, one thing I want to add though, you talked about welcome the jungle. You're a big Blackhawks fan. Blackhawks. Uh, it's a tie game. Two minutes to go. Powell play. They're, the crowd is all watching. They're not fucking playing Poison on Skinny Bop. They're playing Welcome to the Jungle, and and that build yep. up is coming, and everybody is fucking rocking. The glass is shaking. Everybody's waiting for that face off the drop as the center is going around because you're all fucking pumped up. That's it's the Blackhawks. Hold on. Hold on. And then that's what uh, Metallica's Enter Sandman done. Those two songs, more than anything, build up. And that's why Welcome to Jungle sticks with me. It, there's nothing like it. Zeus certainly paints a picture. 
Blackhawks <laughs> should be using back and black anyway. They're missing a good good point opportunity. Good point. good point. All right, let's move on. Number nine, the second of two songs in the top ten. Jarflies don't follow. Tom at eighteen, me at five, Sonny at forty fucking five, <laughs> Jay at thirteen. Oh, the the fucking vocals back and forth. Nothing's better than two good singers going back and forth, trading off lines. It's quintessential grunge. Fucking great topic. Beautiful song. Beautiful lyrics. It's just Sunny. Sunny has a cold heart and no soul. That's why he has the song yes. solo. And, and he uses ragu with his spaghetti. That's Again, right. Exactly. Exactly. Sonny, Sonny just doesn't like to get emotional when it comes to acoustic, uh, you know, power ballad type of songs here. Ragu, oh. Mrs. Dash, and Sour Cream. Yes. <laughs> sour Cream? Is that is that what you're putting on something? What do you use sour cream and ragu with? Uh, cereal? Oh jeez, here we go. <laughs> hey Tom, how many many a nights in at the end of a three, four o'clock in the morning sitting on the couches at Stonehill that we have an Allison Chains and Don't Follow us playing late night? It's a good oh. song to it's a good song to pass out to at the end of the night. I love this song. On the couch, thinking about your drug or drinking problem. Yeah. Perfect date rape song. Sounds like whoa, 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 whoa. Come on. This is a live broadcast, Sonny. <laughs> Dating babe. What are you well, don't follow. Why why 45, Sonny? I mean, I'm curious. I, I like, just don't have a connection. Like to things? Uh, the, the songs just drag. Oh, all the, all the songs that Honestly, that we talked I'm about. Pumped. All the songs on Jar drags for me. All oh. of them. Okay. I'm pumped that he has it that high. Yeah. Honestly, I expect I almost expected him to have it lower. It's a fucking great, unbelievable song. But anyways, coming in at number eight. Pyromania's coming under fire. Tom, number 10. Me, number four. Sonny, 28. Jay fucking destroyed it, moving it back to 37. So um, coming under fire, the second in the top 10 for uh, Def Leppard. Jay, explain yourself. <laughs> I just, uh, I think, I you know, stage fright, uh, too late for love. You know, I, I just... I think there's better songs on this album. Sonny, he dropped it. He made it go out of the top five. Yep. He dropped five points when we had. I, mean, I, I, I think it's a good song. It's 37. It's in my top 50. Yep. But I just think there's better tunes on Pyromania. Okay. All right. All right. Number seven. Coming in. The highest track for Appetite for Destruction. Rocket Queen. Tom, three. Me eleven, Sunny forty one, J twenty two. It would have been the top five if Sunny had a brain. Sabotage Sunny. That's that's his name. Sabotage Sunny. Yeah, he's a the guy. What's yeah. the cable cords in the in the ocean so you can't have uh, communication? That's that, that's what Sunny does. Sunny, you like Appetite for Destruction? You like Guns and Roses? Oh, we. I actually like that song too. 41 okay yeah there's just there's because of like slide my love for slide it in especially yeah and some of the songs oh you eight one two it's tougher to get like filled infiltrate like the top 30 for me I, uh, that's fair my yep. love for those albums so okay that's fair 
uh, yeah, this could have been this this could have been one, two, or three. I mean, I had it three. It's, it's the it's the it's the best song on the album for me. All right, let's move. Coming in at number tw- uh, where is it? Six. Blizzard of Oz, Crazy Train. Uh, Tom added twenty three. I added twenty three. Sunny at two. He has fatigue with everything else except for Crazy Train. Jay has it at twenty five. Yeah, that's where um, Randy Rhodes comes in for me. Like there is very few songs in my life where I don't have fatigue factor if it's like everywhere. And for some reason, I never turn off the song when it comes on. It does not matter when it is. And I don't know what it is about that song, but it's one of the few that are that way. All right. I mean, look, fatigue for me. It's definitely fatigue for me. I mean, where did I I have it? I had it at 23. 23. Yeah, that's that's still high. I mean, come on, 23. I mean, it's a great song. It's just... I think fatigue took over for me big time. Yeah. And uh, so let's go top five songs. Number five, white snakes, highest chart and song for us. Slow and easy. Tom. Number nine, me. Number eight, sunny. 33 J 19. See, this is crazy. This is your album. Yeah, but you can't have everything at top. And it's weird because the folks that really, really love Slide It In, most are going to take Slow and Easy and Love Ain't No Stranger, and it's going to be near the bottom part of that album. That there's other songs that are better because you listen to it all the time and you're in love with the entire album. Folks that are kind of 50-50 on that album or maybe like it but don't, you know, it's not like a Desert Island album for them. They usually stick to Slide It In, Slow and Easy, Love Ain't No Stranger. That's usually where it lands. Uh, yeah. For me, there's better songs on there. Yeah, I love the entire album. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's. I mean, I it's it's been it's it's one of my all time favorite. That's why I I I picked it. I, I when I when I picked it, I had no idea that it was a desert island for Sunny. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Great album. Gambler. Yeah. Spit it out. Yeah. The whole the whole thing. Yeah. Give me more album. time. Like it's yeah. 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 It's great. It it's sounds great. like his guitar playing on that album is fantastic. Yeah. But you Zeus, know. what's the best part of the album? The drummer, Cozy Powell. Cozy, yeah. yeah. He destroyed- John Sykes, you know, he was in Thin Lizzy and Tigers of Pantang prior to this, and then he went on to do Blue Murder. Just a fantastic, yep. underrated guitar player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But John Sykes wasn't the guitar player originally on this album. Well, there's two versions. There's well, the a couple version. different versions. It was actually Mick Moody started this, who's in, been in the band for years, and then Mel Galley came in, was the lead guitar player. That's on kind of the UK version. Sykes plays on the US version. Yeah, but then when Sykes came on, he jumped in and they kicked Mick Moody out, but Mel Galley and Sykes stayed on. Okay. And then and they I- did a couple of videos. If you see that, my favorite is the, um, the Top of the Pops. Uh, they did Give Me More Time. Mm-hmm. You'll see Sykes and Galley doing the video and then uh galley left and then sykes was alone obviously white sank was always uh two guitar players so yeah. although sykes ended up doing all the guitar for white snake white snake um you know there's two parts they've always had the do part and mel galley was great they've always had great guitar plays in uh white snakes but the thing i wanted to add about slow and easy 
generally speaking, when people got into White Snake and they heard about and they went back and got into sliding in, most of the people I know would always go, oh, fucking slow and easy. Love that track. Everybody yep. loved that. So, so and, and for people watching or listening, if you if you don't know about the two different versions, the U.S. version is just so unbelievably different than the U.K. version. I accidentally added the U.K. version to my Apple Music, and I remember playing it within like three seconds. I was like, "What the fuck? This is something's, <laughs> something's going on. This is wrong. like a cover band doing it. It's like, what yeah, the hell yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, this is wrong." This is uh, rough. <laughs> yeah, it's just a dramatic change. So, yeah, but if you listen to some of the early White Snake stuff, like Saints and Sinner, oh yeah, yeah, all I love stuff. those stuff. Yeah, yep. I love it. Love it. I love early White Snake. Fantastic stuff. Come and get it. Maybe my favorite uh, album by them. Yep. So let's uh, let's continue. Couple of comments, and, uh, real real quick, real quick, just to just to catch up on some of the comments. Um, Brad says, um, "Slow and easy never gets old." Uh, Matt says slow and easy top 10 song top 10 song in the last 50 years wow um daniel people slided and slipped by me for years all i knew were the songs on a compilation it doesn't resonate like the self-title does with me then matt rustoven says this is controversial i can't wait to see what sunny thinks on this one slide it in better than 1987 and then brad jumps in and says 1987 better than slide it in I, yeah. I'm taking Slide It In. Yeah. Say that again, Jay. I'm taking Slide It In over. Me too. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both Desert Island for me, Slide It In's better. Yep. Me yeah, I, I, I'm with Sonny. Good call. Yeah, all four of all us right. slide it in. Okay. Let's move on. The highest track and the only track in the top 10, 20, thanks to Jay. Peace of Mind, The Trooper. Tom had it 35. What the? F- <laughs> I had it at nine. Sunny number one. Jay at twelve, and uh, number four. Peace of mind, the trooper. It's a great song. I'm just not an Iron Maiden. I'm just not a huge Iron Maiden fan. And like like Sunny said about slide it in and OU eight one two. It's tough to have songs to use Sunny's term. He said infiltrate to have other songs push their way through those other albums that you love, like for me, Pyromania, Appetite, Jar of Flies, et cetera. It's, it just, it just wasn't going to make it. And it's a great song, but it's just not going to push itself through. So you guys have mentioned about desert Island albums. Yeah. Peace of mind, number of the beast and power slave are all desert Island move uh, albums for me. Okay. All right. Okay. And, uh, the Trooper for me, a com- I mean, I remember from early, early MTV and the videos, and that's the and it started that. Anytime I think of Iron Maiden, that horse galloping, that constant thing, and it stayed. And the lyrics are great, the vocals are insane, the guitar solos are insane. That guitar, that lick, oh my god, it's fantastic! It's off the charts. I used to, I remember watching MTV. And you're watching Headbangers Ball, two hours, two and a half hours, whatever it was. And like every time the video switched, I'm like, Trooper Snacks, Trooper Snacks. Oh, damn. Yeah. And then it takes me a minute to get over it. And then I read back, back hey, Trooper Snacks, Trooper Snacks, Trooper Snacks. No, damn. Fucking crazy nights. What is this bullshit? Put Trooper back on. And the like, funny was- thing is, <laughs> what I would say about this is, remember when we reviewed this, we talked about the video. 
and we talked about the black and white footage they were showing. And I mentioned that the woman in the fucking movie was still fucking alive. Olivia de oh, Havilland. Yeah. And then and you, she jinx, and then you jinxed it. Yeah. Like, like a week later. You, you jinxed it. She was like it. 100 and something years old. I was yep. like, holy shit. And she died. <laughs> was, that's the definition of the kiss of death. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, um, Iron Maiden connected with me because of the history in their songs. And yeah. one of the reasons why I'm such a big fan of history and I read a lot about history is Iron Maiden, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's, you know, Run of the Hills or The Trooper or, you know, Alexander the Great or Passchendaele or all these songs in their catalog that reference history. I find it, I find it interesting. And it's what's kept me connected to them, you know, for 30, 40 years. Archaeology yeah, rock. My, yeah, God, yes. my, my big, my big issue with Iron Maiden, I said this when we talked about peace of mind is I just, it's it's actually one of the big problems I have with a lot of those the the British heavy metal. It's why I'm not a big Priest fan and why I'm not a big Maiden fan. It's it's the vocal stylings. I'm just not a huge fan. I respect the talent that Halford and Dickinson have. I just that's that operatic style is just not my favorite. I probably prefer Halford over Dickinson because Dickinson is really dramatic with it. <clears throat> but that's just my personal taste. For both of those bands, I'm I'm hits I'm a hits guy for both bands. And Tom doesn't like Scorpions either because of the vocals, right? Oh, he's Klaus is terrible. Klaus is great. What are you talking about? Musically, the guitars and the Scorpion. If the Scorpions released an instrumental album, wow. I would buy it. I would I would buy it. <laughs> Tommy can't understand what Klaus is saying. He doesn't realize. Nobody understands what Klaus is saying. He's Scorpion. No, no, it's 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 his tone. It's his it's the sound of his voice. I just I don't know. And it's weird. I said this before. I think I out. I think I I don't know what happened. But I when I was in high school, I was obsessed with the Scorpions. I had like you know best. I don't know. You know what happened? Maybe when that? I maybe when I shaved my head, I took something off the top there. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. use lo- the wrong razor. <laughs> maybe Tom, catch us up with some of the comments before yep. we get to the top three. I was just going to do that. Uh, Daniel says I could always find early White Snake albums in the discount bins. Okay, then then our our friend Daryl Albers jumped in. He said, uh, "It's in the discount bin doesn't mean it's bad. You, you're getting yourself a gem." That's true. And Daryl said, "Yeah, true. Almost their entire back catalog pre 1987 would be in there." Um, Chris Vickery says, got to go with Tom on the trooper. Um, let's see. Chuck Hoskins says trooper should be number one on this list. Oh, that's, yes. Uh, that, so apparently Chuck Hoskins is a, another sunny Pooney burner account on Facebook. Number one on this list. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, Daniel people's power slave top five album all time. Um, Let's see. Matt Rusto, Scorpions. Oh, Tony Smith just said Tom just fell off the chart. Sorry. Um, our, then Benjamin Grant Beach jumped on and is talking about a band called Revelation Rain. And he said they do a gallop like Iron Maiden does. Chuck Hoskins says the zoo is the only good Scorpion song. Insane. Oh, such yeah. an unbelievable song. Um but that comment is wrong. Though. Oh, here we go. Unpopular opinion by Daryl Albert. He prefers Paul Diano's vocals over Bruce. Ouch. A lot of people still do. Yeah. Scott Wheeler says, love the trooper. Terrific video. Great to hear a mention 
of Paskendale, such an epic song, one of my favorites. If I've said that wrong, I don't know. Paskendale, Paskendale Town. Thank you. Got it. Okay, cool. Um, all right, Zeus, let's keep going. We got what do we got? Top the top three. Top three. Here we go. Number three. Oh, you guys fucking killed it. Should have been number one. Jar flies, no excuses. Tom, number two. Me, number one. Sunny, 30. J, 21. I'm actually impressed Sunny had it at 30. That's actually not bad for, that's like, the bar was the bar was pretty low for Sunny. So, it I was thinking about moving it to day. 60 the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said you were listening to it again, that you like. I am, I am, I am. I'm enjoying it more. All right. Okay. So, Jay, not a big fan? No, it's 21. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Um, but like I said before, there's so many great albums, so many great songs. Um, it was, it's, it's hard, you know, when you come down to the top 40, top 30, top 20. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I like it. Absolutely. The harmonies off the charts where yeah. I was. I, I got nothing bad to say about it. Yeah. You, know, you get song. You 10 albums and you got, you know, you got to do this list, man. Like when you're crunching it down, you know, to the top 20, top 30, it's like, man, do I got to take this out, take that out. So it's not easy. Yeah. You know? Agreed. Yeah. So, well, um, let's move. Number two. Uh, for me, I would never have guessed this would end up as number two when we me did this list. Me neither. Out of nowhere, Blizzard of Oz, I don't know. Yep. Uh, Tom has it 22. I have it at 16. Sonny has it nine. Jay has it at two. The fuck does the math work out that this is number two? <laughs> Doesn't seem that high, but it's the second best ranked song. I don't know. Fucking guitar is insane. Yep, yeah. The lyrics are great. And we all watch that MTV uh, has that video kind of, of like five songs of mm-hmm. Ozzy, like Mr. Crowley. I don't know. Crazy train. Ozzy's got the fucking, I don't know. What do you call those? The wing feathered shirts. What are those things? Like the frilly, the frilly shirts. Yeah. And just watching him and doing the solo Randy wrote so there's shut shit that I, he does in it. It's almost like he's working on the guitar, like do fixing bars to it to yeah. make the solo make he's touching the bar and then he goes up top and he's doing something with his it's just yeah. I've never yeah. seen a guitar player do shit like that. It's just insane. It, and it's just you know, it's it's Randy Rhodes. And I know this is now because of Eddie, you know, passing away. He still is to me the best guitarist. My favorite guitarist, my favorite sounding guitarist, and um, I just I can't say enough about Randy Rhodes. Great yeah. guitar player, yeah. yeah. yeah the, there's, the so many, there's so many interesting stories with the three guitar players from the Sunset Strip: Eddie, Randy, and George Lynch. Yep. Um, you know, when when George originally got the guitar gig in Ozzy the first time. And then they discovered Randy Rhodes, and then George ended up getting all Randy's students at his, you know, at his uh, music school. So there's just so much history intertwined with all three of them that you can't go wrong. I mean, you can't go wrong with with you know Randy being your favorite, George being your favorite, or Eddie being your favorite. It's funny how all three of them are kind of my three favorite, pretty much. Yeah. They're, um, YouTube, there's a YouTube clip out there of all three of them. Yeah. You can hear different styles from their early days, back to back to back. What what all of them was just you know they just made fun and great music so yeah, they did and I think there was a bunch of guitarists that were worried about sounding the same 
Mm-hmm. So they were trying to figure out how to sound a little different, make different noises out of the guitar so they can be a little different. Like, you know, like nobody really picks like Ingve does. Um, nobody uses the whammy bar like Steve Vai does. Like it, it's more Zappa than it is probably anything else. So everybody wanted to be just a little bit different. George is probably the one that stayed the most true rock, hard rock, gritty riff type of thing without too many frills. Some of yep. these other guys really got a little frilly, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. No, it makes sense. All three of them are tone chasers, too. Yeah. You know, um, and that, I think that kind of got lost as, you know, the guitar evolved. Um, but, you know, when you look at all their influences, you know, Eddie's biggest influence was the Dave, Dave Clark Five. You know, George's biggest influence was was Hendrix, you know, and and then Randy had a classical influence to him. So they all had, they all came from a different place. Um, you know, I've had, I mean, George is, yeah, George is in my top 10 and so is Eddie and Randy's not too far off. Yeah. I would say as, as when it comes to Randy and George, probably, cause I said this during the, our blizzard review, I said, probably my all time favorite guitar tone is Randy on Blizzard of Oz. And I would probably say right behind that is George Lynch on Back for the Attack. Oh, yeah. The, the, I may the, agree with you, buddy. I those, two, you. those two tone, those two guitar tones, like those are just, it, it is the perfect mix of crunch, but there's precision with that distortion to give it what, like it's, it, it's not sloppy. And I love Ace and I love Slash. Those are probably my two favorite guitars. But but those two tones are just spectacular. And but but getting back to what Zeus originally said, having I don't know number two, that's a surprise. I'm not going to argue with it. I'm not going to fight anybody on it. But I didn't think it would get that high. I bumped oh. it up. Yeah. yeah. Couple comments uh, before we talk about the number one. Uh, let's see, <clears throat> Matt Rostovan. I don't know. Might be the best solo. The best solo Aussie song. Um, Brad Rostovan says I don't know is perfectly rated. Uh, Tony says, the thing I like about these reviews is that I can never stay on one person's side for more than a song or two. I love these things. <laughs> Daryl, Daryl Albert says, I don't know is okay on the studio album, much better on tribute. Oh yeah. The library yeah. is incredible. Uh, then Matt says, uh, Lynch is solid. Um, Daniel people says only if over the mountain and diary of a madman didn't exist. Okay. Uh, Daniel Peebles, George Lynch is a national treasure better today than he's ever been. Oh, okay. I don't know. I would actually agree with that. Okay. Now, Jay, you've, in, um, you've interviewed him a couple times, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. George is a thoughtful guy. He's a guy that, you know, you can tell thinks about the question that you're asking him. Um, you know, he's, you know, he, he's got a, a great perspective on things. And the thing that I appreciate about George is, how he's con- constantly trying to stretch himself. Everybody talks about all the projects he works on, but I mean, he's working with the lead singer from living color or Michael sweet from, from striper. And he's working with, uh, you know, all these other, he's doing something now with um, he's doing another end machine, which is Robert Mason, Jeff Bilson. He does all these things. And even the newer Lynch mob stuff is awesome. Just fantastic. Yep. Nice. Very cool. Check out Dirty Shirley, an album that was released through Frontiers with him earlier this year with the uh, Dino, I forget his uh, Jalusic. Jalusic, yeah. I mean, that is absolutely fantastic record. Awesome record. Okay. People should go back and look at the Hook Rocks. 
your back catalog and you've got some interviews there with George and maybe a few coming up too. Yep. Ah, nice. That's great. All right. That leaves the number one song, right? And coming in at number one, photograph. Tom had it number one. <laughs> I had it 27. Fatigue, fatigue. It still is number one. Uh, Sonny at four, and Jay had it at eight. It was the only song that three out of the four had it in their top ten. There is not another song like that. Yep. And there's no song that has all four of us, obviously. That's great. <laughs> I love that. Yep. Um, you know, my thoughts on photograph, I do there is a fatigue factor with me, but it's still one of the best damn hooks ever written. Man, when when this, when you hear that song and it it, it it you know the hook comes, you know, and, and with the chorus and and right before it, it just sucks you in and it does not let go. No matter how fatigued I am with this song, it still kicks ass. That's what it is for me. That's why I had it number one. I've loved this song since the first time I heard it when I was 10 years old. And yeah, fatigue factor applies to a lot of songs, a lot, a lot of songs on these lists, but kind of like maybe with, with Sonny, with crazy train, when the song is that good, it can supersede the fatigue factor. And for me, that's photograph. And Jay, you said it, you said it right. Just the, 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 the harmonies, the hooks, the melodies, the the guitar solo, the verses, the chorus—it just never ends. It's just, it's just such a an unbelievable song. I just, I, I just don't get sick of it. I just don't get yep. sick of it. There's very few songs that I that I don't skip, and this is this is one of them. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a little fatigued of it. I That's, yeah, I, I got you. I hear you. But I will tell you though, I did scan through Sonny just to double check. There's not one fucking song in here that we all four of us had in the top 20. Nope. Not one of us. Nope. And one song. Maybe like, like one of us didn't have it in the top 20? No, no. Uh, there's not one song that all of us had it in okay. the top 20. And I think real yeah. quick, there's a, a, other than this song, other than Photograph, looking at it real quick, I think there's only one other, there's only one other song where three of us had it in the top 20. Yeah, and that's I stay away. We had I had it at four. You had it at seventeen. Jay had it at five. Everything else was like, just uh, I don't know. Three of us had it in top twenty. Yes. Oh, yep. You're right. Sorry yeah. about that. Yep. And okay. the trooper too. Oh, yeah. See, I can't see. Yeah, I'm blind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so photograph came in at number one. You want to read some comments? Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, Daryl says, by most accounts, Randy Rhodes wanted to veer off into non-metal hard rock areas, including classical. He may have faded totally away from the genre. People, a lot of people speculate about that. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really believe that. Uh, Daniel People says, yes to Dirty Shirley. Um, let's see. Matt, Matt says, I agree. Photograph is overplayed, but it still sounds great today. Then Brad says, I would not have put photograph at number one, but I always turn it up when it comes on. Can't deny it. Plus it's fantastic live. Um, Daniel people said, I just realized fooling isn't in the top 20 and 99% of pyromania is what's going on. Uh, that was Jay's fault because yeah, Jay put it at 73. 73, which dropped at 11 spots. That was that was top 20. That, that was number that was number 14 before Jay arrived. That's right. 
kidding me? Are you serious? That's a horrible song. What? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. We, you know, just say four. <laughs> wow. All right. So here's what I want to do, guys. Go ahead. Before like we move on from songs, I'd like to go through. I have the list in front of me. Uh, easier if I read it. I'm going to read off songs from you, each of you guys, that you had in the top 20 that wasn't in our top 20. Okay. So I'm going to start with Tom. Tom, you had at number 20, Ain't My Bitch. Steal Away at 19. Like Suicide at 17. Why? Um, Out to Get Me at 15. <laughs> Sucker in a three-piece. Best 12. song on the album. Oh, it is, it is the best song on the album. At 12. Yes, DJ, there's somebody else who exists oh, to agree with all me. All right, let me finish. The Outlaw Torn at 11. Best song on the album. Eight, you had Love Ain't No Stranger. Best song on the album. <laughs> and Fooling at five. I had so, fooling that high? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you were that high when Jay you was <laughs> So okay. I, anybody else want to make comments? I like that you had Outlaw Torn that high yeah. at 11. That's just a personal um, preference. Sucker at three pieces is awful. Um, ain't my bitch of all those songs. I'm surprised. That's uh, second favorite song on that album. Yeah, the, the, look, like Jay said earlier when we started, the title of the song is stupid. The chorus is stupid, but the song musically, the song just absolutely rips. All right. In, in all these great songs, you have "Steal Away," "The Night," in the top twenty. Yep. You know why? Because I love the guitar, I, 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 I love the guitar tone. That 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 I I love the guitar tone on on that song. Sonny, I love the, that's what bothers you, not his sucker in a three piece. Oh, sucker in a three piece is beyond stupid. I can't say it any better than that. <laughs> All right, wait. Now wait for the better. Ragu, ragu. All right, here comes my top twenty that didn't make it. You guys can laugh all you want. Um, what my what made it for me? Well, in number twenty for me, I had Die Hard, The Hunter. That didn't make it. That's a great song. It's a good song. Um, I had like suicide as Tommy did. Great song. Um, I had <laughs> this is where you guys give me shit. Fourteen was action, not words. No, that's insane. I so love see, Tommy. I this love is what that. I was talking about. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, let me explain something to you. When I figured out that the chorus they keep shouting out was shock me. Yeah. For me, it fucking opened up the song to me. I'm like, because they, they love Kiss. That's what it is. Shock me. They, when Every time they say it, it made me love the song. And plus, he's talking about filming a porn with this chick. Come on. That's so what? Cool. The, song's, the song's not good. I like it. Okay. All right. Number 12, I had Runaway. Okay. Um, I fell uh, uh, on Black Days. Didn't make it to the top 20. It did. No, it did. Yeah, it did. I did. Oh, yeah. Yep, it did. I'm sorry. Um, I had this is where I'm gonna get kicked in the nuts. I had Revelation Mother Earth, the best guitar part on all this, except for maybe maybe um the um uh next songs solo. These two solos are my two probably favorite solos back to back. Seven Revelation Mother Earth and six Sweet Child of Mine. I, I I love those solos. I, I can't say enough. And then I had number three. I had Give Me More Time. Fucking love that too. Uh, great song. That's a good song, but that's a little high for it. But yeah. All right. Anybody else want to kick me in the nuts now? No. 
No, we'll save. Our, we're gonna no. save our nut. We're gonna save our nut kicking for Jay. Okay. This is what I was texting. So you're 16, 15, 14. I don't know. Just finish what you started and give me action, not words. See how that plays? Oh, God. Oh, that's right. You did text me that. <laughs> Clever. Clever. Sonny does amateur hour at the comedy club down the street. Bro. Yeah, he's pretty good at it. Hey, Zeus, it's funny guy night. <laughs> funny guy night. Funny guy night. Um, all right, let's go number 20. Let's go from Sonny's 20, okay? Okay. Um, Sonny has Think About You as 19 for him. It's a good song. Yeah, I like it. It's a little, it. it's a little, it's a little high. It should be one of the weaker songs on there, although they're all great. Yep. Um, he had the, okay, I know this will get Tommy going. 16, he had Spoon Man. Horrible. That, that should have been, that could have been 105. The song is so so Okay, Just to give you perspective, Spoon Man came in at 65 for us, for the group. Uh, Sonny added at 16. Jay added at 36. Tom added at 96. I added at 91. (laughs) Terrible. Um, 15, he had Sun and Steel until Jay kicked it down the line. Great song. 14, he had It's So Easy. Um, 12, he had Roulette. Great song. It is a good song. Hey, was Roulette in the top 20 before Jay came along? Let's see. Roulette was 22. Okay. And okay, it, so dro- it dropped to 32. Thanks, Jay. Jeez. Oh, um, <laughs> and number 10, Sonny had Night Train. All right, I can see that. Number 8. He had Flight of Icarus. Terrible. Okay. Flight of Icarus was 27 for us. I had it at 46. Sonny had it at 8. Jay had it at 6. What? Tommy had it at 89. Terrible. 89? 89. Nine? What the fuck Terrible. is wrong with you? Oh my Iron God. Maiden's not good. That's the problem. Oh, wow. <laughs> do with Sonny. No, I'm Italian. I don't we don't we don't allow that at my house. Yeah, well, you probably sneak it because any ranking with with, with quite Icarus, 90 what? 98? 80 or 89. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it was low. Yeah. yeah. Then let's get to Sonny. Hold on. Um, slide it in was number seven. I thought that would be higher. I honestly thought that song would be way higher. It was 21, I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was 21 on our list. Okay. Um, uh, Mr. Brownstone's in there. Uh, Standing in the Shadow. Great song. Great song. Yeah. It's a good song. Number five for Sonny. Yep. At number three. Terrible song. When It's Love. That's a good tune. It's a great tune. When It's Love is a very good tune. Yes, Jay, I agree with you. Yes. Yeah. Jay killed it at 54, I think. Really, I mean, Tom did it at 85. All right, let's move over to Jay. (laughs) Jay's top 20. Oh, boy. 20, Die With Your Boots On. It's on. It's a good song. It It is. It's not that good. No, it, no, 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 no. It's not no, it's not top 20, but I, it's I, all right. I, I don't okay. mind I don't I don't mind the song. If you're gonna die, die with your boots on if you're gonna die. Come on. Someone should sing on this fucking show. <laughs> because if we're gonna do that, this is gonna fucking go downhill. <laughs> all right. 
he also had it's so easy. Um, he had I, oh. I almost as bad as revelations. Um, he had 17 goodbye to romance. I love that song. Yikes, Jay. I, I no. Wait, Jay, you need to hear what Sonny says about Ozzy doing ballads. Go ahead. Uh, what I'd rather have my nuts in a vice. Which one? Which one? <laughs> I'd rather get shot in the head. I'd rather li- listen to "Kiss the Girl Goodbye" on loop. Oh, what do you see? come on! Kiss the girl. You know I don't even think Sonny likes rock music. <laughs> I say that all the time. No, if you like "Goodbye to Romance," you don't like rock music. He's in One Direction, and he's listening to uh, uh, K-pop or K-pop. One Direction. Yikes. He's got all right. Right. Let's continue. 16. He has Bon Jovi's Breakout. Good, good song. It's a good song. Um, 15. He had Sucker in a Three Piece. Thank you, Great. Jay. Thank Great. you, Jay. Yes. Wow. At 14, one of my favorite tracks on Slide It In, Spit It Out. Love it. Love it. Yep. Great tune. Yep. Um, then he has the day I try to live at number 11. I think Sonny killed that song. <laughs> it deserved That's a, a death. Oh, <laughs> come on. Great tune. It's a good song. Um, and then, you know, he also had sliding in at number seven along with, uh, Sonny. He also had flight of Icarus at number six along with Sonny at eight. And he had, uh, f- f- oh, no, we already talked about felon bed. And then he had his number one song. Oh my God. Yeah. His number one song was Revelations by yeah. Iron Maiden. Yes. God, it's a beautiful song. There are 105 songs here from albums such as Appetite for Destruction, Pyromania, etc. Then that is your number one pick. Absolutely. That is absolutely. How much, hey, before you move on, go on, Sonny, how much did it move up because of Jay's ranking? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> not enough, thank God. Um, it moved up. He still just goes that far down because it was so low. 26 spots to number 63. (laughs) Wow. The rankings went 84 for Tom, 79 for Zeus, 69 for me, and number one for Jay. I thought it was a misprint. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he picked Revelations Mother Earth. Like, oh, he must love the solo like I do. Revelations. When's the last time you yo-yos have listened to Revelations? Uh, uh, Jay, I will say that times. Jay, I will say this: the song is not bad. I, I, I did, I did enjoy it, but when you look at these, just to have it number one, but that's <laughs> personal preference. That's why. That's why you're here. That's why you're here. Um, yeah. So that's my floor, favorite song of all time, by the way. Okay, that okay. the floor is yours. Is that where? I, is that where? Is number one? It's your favorite Maiden song? Yeah. Do you have a sentimental feeling when that comes on? Like that's my favorite man song by my favorite band or something like that. I've, I mean, I've seen Maiden live in concert. I mean, we used to play Maiden all the time at, at, at house parties in high school. Um, I just love, I just love the arrangement. I love the guitar playing. I love the lyrics. It just, to me, it's the perfect Maiden song. Okay. Well, there you right. go. So you want to read the comments, Tom? Uh, yeah, let's see. Tony Smith says flight of Icarus is great. Like I said, Sonny is a pro. He knows his stuff. Dot, dot, dot. Most of the time. <laughs> uh, let's see. 
Brad Rustovan, first four songs on Peace of Mind are fantastic. Uh, Daryl Daryl says, I bet Tom loves Bruce Bruce's Pavarotti-esque vocals on Flight of Icarus. Daryl, that's exactly why the song was ranked so low. Ugh. Uh, Daniel says, this is why I was so happy to see Jay was on this just for the maiden rebuttals. Uh, Brad says, right on, Jay. Die with your boots on kicks ass. Yes, it does. Yes, it fucking does. Then Tony says, Sonny, let's compare our KTEL vinyl collection. <laughs> Anytime. Matt says, Sucker is a great song. Yes, it is. Um, Daryl says, Agree on Revelations has a dirge-like Sabbath riff in it. Um, Scott Wheeler says Revelations is not top 20, let alone number one. And I love Maiden. Ooh, Scott. Wheeler. Thank you, Scott. Scott bringing the heat. All right. So those, All right, are the guys, those were the songs. Now we did take those song rankings. Okay. We had our album rankings. Let's move over to that chart. And basically what we do, we have the regular hey, where do you rank these 10 albums? We did that. Then we also have the second part, which is, well, look, we rank these songs. So why don't we take the average ranking of all the Def Leppard songs, the average ranking of all the Appetite for Destruction songs? And then that's a different one. So, you know, is it as good as all the, the sum as big as, as good as the parts? There's a, two different ways of ranking these. We did that with Kiss. We're doing it now with the bonus episodes. Okay, so if we were to rank these albums, the number 10th album, not by songs, just by, you know, I love this is our favorite album. The number 10 combined was Load. Number nine was OU812. Number eight was Bon Jovi. Number seven was Super Unknown. Number six was Peace of Mind. Number five, slide it in. Number four, jar of flies. Number three, blizzard of oz. Number two, appetite for destruction. Number one, pyromania. Now, if we were to take the average of the songs for these albums, like where do all the songs from loads equal out to? The average coming in at number 10, the average songs on load. Or 70. Yikes. That's bad. Coming in number nine <clears throat> with the 64.5, the average song, Super Unknown. Remember now, this is over 105 songs. Yep. The average song ranking for OU812 and number eight, 59.2. How does OU812 beat Super Unknown? Tell me about it. Super Unknown has the problem with Super Unknown has more songs and it has a couple of ones that drag it way down. Yeah, Super Unknown has too many like horribly ranked songs. I think I think Van Halen OU812 has one or two yep. some bottom ones, but you know, yep. they, they they don't have the the halves and the head downs and stuff. Right. Um so I believe I left off OU12. OU812 is number eight at 59.2. Coming in at number seven at 59.1 was peace of mind. I can't believe 59.1. I cannot believe that. That's where the average song is 59.1 versus 59.2. Peace of mind comes in at number seven. So if you go by the song ranking, 
peace of mind dropped to number seven when it was number six. Yep. Super unknown dropped from seven to number nine. Yep. OU812 actually went up one and load stayed at number 10. Mm-hmm. All right. Coming in at 56.4, the sixth best ranked album, Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi actually moved up two uh, spots by ranking. Because like I said to you guys, and we've said this before, I don't think there's a bad song on there. There's no head downs, AA political blues. Right. There's Sucker nothing like that. On there. Love Lies? Except- yeah, Love Lies is not great. Love Lies is all right. Nah, of course. What did you say, Sonny? I missed what you saw. What you said? I said like sucker in a three piece. Oh, oh. Okay. Uh, All right. So there's a big separation from the bottom five and the top five. So Bon Jovi ends the six at fifty six point four. The next one at number five is forty four point nine. That's Jar of Flies. So that's number five. Coming in at 44.6. So they're both 44. Blizzard of Oz is number four. 44.6. Jar of Flies was 44.9. Slightly under it, coming in number three, the average song ranking on this album, 43.4. It slided in. Then this one is a little bit better than the rest. Coming in number two, Appetite for Destruction, 40.8. And then finally, by far the best ranked Pyromania, the average song was 34.1. So there's not too much change. I mean, there's a little bit of change when you look at we talk and we talk about this when we do the the kiss stuff too. Some of, some of its parts slide it in. And if you go to the top five, Blizzard of Oz drops to four from number three, slide it in from five moves to three, and jar flies from four goes to five. Yeah, because some of these albums have songs that are so good it can lift them up, and then some of these songs have some of these albums have songs that are so bad it can bring them down when you when you pull them apart. It's like we we talk about that sports analogy, you know. You, you look at you know you know stats, like, you know, like we always say, like oh, who's the best wide receiver? Oh, it's this guy. Yeah, but this guy's stats are better. Yeah, but that guy, I just like that guy better. I mean, it's just you know. <clears throat> Pyromania and Appetite for Destruction, it doesn't surprise me that they're one and two, whether you break it down statistically or just I like that album. Um, but it's but you see some of these other albums, they have songs that weigh them down and and then other ones that kind of lift them up. Yeah. And then if you want to, just for fun, we rank how each of us rank our favorite album. Tommy had the most ridiculously fucking ranked album, Pyromania. The average song on Pyromania was a 23 for yep. Tom. Yep. Jay had the least most popular album. Jay had load. The average song for Jay was 83.4. Damn. Wow. That's rough. That I means think- he has like seven loads in his bottom. <laughs> Jay really did not like the loads in his, in the bottom. So yeah, and, I, and then I did the same thing to then I did the same thing to Bon Jovi. Yeah, which I'd like to show you how bad you fuckers are. Sonny had jar flies then uh, at 35, 36 was Sonny's super unknown, 37 was Sonny's load, 38 was Tom's peace of mind, 39 was Bon Jovi from Tom, and then 40 was Jade's load. My least favorite 
wasn't until load at 34. So, and then look at how yeah. funny, like, look, and, and it's funny, like we talk about with the, when, when you look at stats, you love super unknown, but, but half and head down and kickstand, look at, they drag it all the way down. Yep. Yep. Jay, your f- number one ranked album by songs was Jar of Flies, but that was the ninth best ranked album. You're pretty tough on your stuff, Jay, huh? Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, um, I love the record. I mean, I didn't I rank it like number four or no, I had oh, it. No. At- no, no. What I'm saying is the number one ranked album by you was Jar of Flies. Based on the song? 39.5. But I'm saying compared to all of us, that was number ninth best ranked album. Okay. Okay. So I'm saying when you rate your songs, you're you're uh, pretty tough on some of these stuff. You don't, you know, you're not sitting there saying, "Well, every song on this album is going to get a fucking, you know, top twenty. You know, if it was a Poison album, yes. Oh God, <laughs> or a Loverboy. I, I love that you're kidding. You know. <laughs> so that's it for albums. Let's wrap this up with covers. Okay. Okay. So let's go to the album covers. Now, album covers, the combined ranking. Coming in at number 10 was Piss, Blood, and Come, or whatever the fuck it is, on load. Yep. That was number 10. Number nine was the mugshot, <laughs> OU812. <laughs> we didn't find them to be too handsome, I guess. Number eight was Bon Jovi in his wicked tight jeans. <laughs> and Bon Jovi. <laughs> Seven's Blurry, I don't know what the fuck it is, Super Unknown, number seven. Six was literally a jar of flies. Five was the iconic Pyromania. Four was Snakes and Titties. Slide it in. Sonny's favorite. Sounds like a a value meal at Burger King. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have the Snakes and Titties, please. Super Sized. Tony Smith just said that. I'll take the number four. <laughs> number three, Appetite for Destruction. Number two, Blizzard of Oz. The number one ranked album cover, Peace of Mind. Jay and Sonny both had it at number one. Me and Tom both had Blizzard of Oz as number one. Yeah, I won't so, argue. I, I, I had Peace of Mind number one, yeah. and then I think Blizzard came on, came along and... uh <clears throat> bounced it, but uh, you know I'm not going to argue with that. Peace of peace of mind might be. Well, it's hard to say. It's hard to say what the best Maiden cover is because they have so many unbelievably awesome covers. But yep, um, yep, yeah. Titties number two. Do you want to hit the comments before we just uh, give our some closing thoughts? Sure. Yep. Uh, let's see. Daryl says no love for feels so good off of OU812. Come on, come on. Some oh, I like Sam- that song. He says some of Sammy's best vocals. I ranked uh, it high. Where did we have where did we have feel so good? Sounds like a cast yeah, so good was well, it went down 24 spots <laughs> to number 76. Wow. Because Jay ranked it at 101. What? Yeah. Oof. 
Okay, and then uh, keep that up there, Sonny, because then Brad says, uh, feels so good, great song. Cabo Wabo wasn't discussed either. Great riff and groove to that one as well. Where do we have Cabo? Cabo Wabo actually went up 11 spots to number 51 because Jay ranked it number 25. Okay. Uh, then Matt says, OUA12 is really a bad album cover. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I don't understand why it's that it's not a, it's a headshot. Boring. It's boring. It's boring, but it's not fucking because because what like stupid or like or no. ironic. No, but they're not, but it's you're a rock band, and yeah. and and it's and it looks like a group picture at it like that you're being you're at like church. Like yeah. you have the greatest guitar player in the world, and you, all you see is this, it should be an action shot or some kind of graphic, not them or, sitting. Or the interesting covers that they always had. I mean, they always had, you know, 1984, 5150. They always had these odd covers. They didn't really go back to that till Balance with the with the cover of Balance. Oh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, but, yeah, but, that- but all their covers were a little off always. You know, they were a little different. They, you kind of had to, like, figure out, like, look at Fair Warning, you know? and, and awesome. yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, so, you know, OU812 and For Unlawful Carl Knowledge are just boring covers. Yep. You know? either have the band doing something or like, like, like women and children first. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it's a band shot. It's kind of a weird, the back cover of women and children first is better, but either have like a band, like an action shot or some kind of crazy graphic, like, like it's like Jason with fair warning or balance or something. It just, I don't know. Okay. Um, See, they would have had the live without a net action shot on it, and then you would have been bitching about Sammy's headset mic. So, you know, what a fucking in sync shit he's got on. So you'd have been mad anyway. (laughs) The only person who should be wearing a headset, the only person who should be wearing a headset mic is Britney Spears, and we know that. Okay. (laughs) So and 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 since we're talking about it, it's hello for hello for everybody from Britney. Okay. Continue. It it looks (laughs) violated. But anyway, should we go comments? (laughs) Uh, and and then matt says uh public service announcement new accept album out in january (laughs) thank you thank you we got our first advertiser except and then tony smith says i can't wait until you guys review slim whitman's greatest hits (laughs) i can tell you anything (laughs) slim whitman does is better than accept (laughs) <laughs> oh, you don't have, you don't have oh. the wall, whatever that fucking song is. No, also the wall, midnight mover. Oh. Udo is brutal. <laughs> yeah, he's he's sunny. We agree. <laughs> yeah, but it is one of the best Beavis and Butthead videos. <laughs> oh, absolutely, it is. Yep, yep. Who is this butt munch? Yeah, I remember <laughs> that one. <laughs> um, those are the all comments. Right, so, all right, so. Any closing thoughts? Now we this is our first 10. Okay. Yep. We didn't veer off the kind of music that you know we kind of listen to, all of us, except for a few grunge. Obviously, we're gonna come up with we got something coming up next month. And we've uh, you know, we got coming up the next 10 albums that we'll do for the next 10 album review that we'll do. I don't know, we might veer off a little more. Maybe get into some pop, maybe get into some hip hop, maybe get into, um, I don't know, some more grunge. What was that? Boy Boy bands. I'm not doing boy bands. Please, no. And that's when the Uh, rankings, and that's when the rankings will really go off the rails because the person who picks the album will have those songs 
up here. Can you have a 105A, 105B? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> we'll just, we'll, you know, Jay, you know, we'll have, we'll just have a place, we'll just call it the cellar. And it'll just, we won't even, they won't even have numbers. Well, I'm looking thing forward is, like, to yeah. making Quit Playing Games with My Heart number one on this whole list. I love that song. Dude, that's so, a great song. That is a great song. I don't even know what the fuck that is. In sync. Uh, is it in sync or Backstreet? I think it's Backstreet. Boys. Oh, no, it's about Backstreet Boys. You're right. That is a great that, yeah. that is a great song. Yeah. And I, I, and I said that on Facebook Live. I don't care. It's a great song. I, I, thank God I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay. But anyways, but, you know, and, and the thing is, I could do this to you fuckers, too. I can pick a country album from the 90s. Pick you guys it. Are like, what the fuck is this? I dare you. <laughs> oh, How I many of you guys dare you? I picked the song. I, I picked a fucking. Uh, see, it's easy to say, oh, Garth Brooks, because that's what everyone picks up. <laughs> if, if you think like that. But if I went off the charts and took a Travis Tritt album or Dwight Yoakam or Patty Loveless album from yeah. the 90s. Go ahead. Bring it on. Pickup truck killed my dog. My woman left me to the bring it on. I don't give a shit. Oh, jeez. Oh, we lost Sonny there. No, no, no. What, what was that? Sonny, you kind of broke up there. I said, bring on the pickup truck. My dog died. My woman left me. I drink too much whiskey. Bring it on. Maybe yeah. the, uh, the Kenny Rogers six pack soundtrack. Oh, great movie. <laughs> hey, Reg, hey Zeus. Looking the Bandit soundtrack. Zeus, you got some people yeah. in your corner. Tony Smith is saying Waylon and Willie, and Chris Vickery says yes on country from the 90s. See, Waylon, I can dig. I'm not too big on Willie. I like Willie Nelson is the Bob Dylan of country. I, I don't everybody like else does, either. Everybody else does his songs better because his voice is fucking. You like his son? Do I like his gun? His son, his son, his son got uh, music out. No, no. Good stuff. I'll, pour, I'll I'll email it to you. No, but I can like. How would you like if I start putting some Loretta Lynn? Oh, in 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 Sonny's favorite, some George Jones, some Tammy Wynette. Bring it, you guys. Do game? it. You know, do it. There. Why don't we do Bee Gees? Why don't we do Neil Diamond Streisand? I love all that album. Let's do I love, it. I love all that. Bring Evergreen, it. Evergreen, and you don't bring me flowers anymore. Duran Duran. I'll do it. I love all those bands. Don't stop it, Duran. REM. REM. What are you guys? What are you gonna do when? What are you gonna do when I pick a Rush album? It's coming, so you better brace yourself. I love Rush. I, I, I don't have a problem with it. I'll listen to it. I'll give. Keep it a bringing shot. all this shit and sucking a three piece to finally get to the top fifty. Just keep bringing all this shit. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Loving every minute of it. Oh God! No. No. All right. Uh, listen, before we sign off, any other final comments anybody wants to make? Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, oh, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that part. Yeah. But any uh, other well, comments about the about the list or anything like that? No. It's I, look. We're all we're all we're all music fans, and we're all stat geeks. So when you combine the two, it's always fun picking these things apart, looking at rankings, numbers, and people's opinions and different things. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's fun and I'm glad, I'm glad we could do this and, and yeah. I just, uh, you know, get out of the way now and just thank Jay for joining us. It was a blast. Yeah. So before we do that, uh, let's start Sonny first. He's, he's the bottom. Sonny, where can we hear you, buddy? Sonny's on the bottom of my screen. Sonny, where can we hear you besides here all the time? Uh, 
growinguprock.com or a podcast rock city, uh, wherever you get your fine podcast, we're all over it. Jade, tell us about you. What do you got coming up and where can we find you, buddy? Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, you can find me right now. Uh, the hook rocks at the hook rocks on Twitter. Um, you can search up the hook rocks on Facebook. Um, have a podcast that usually does two episodes. We've got three new music spotlights coming up. We got Glenn Hughes coming up, Red Beach coming up. We got right. Rob, uh, Robert Mason coming up. So we got a lot of stuff going on. Excellent. Sweet. Very John, cool. my podcast is available on all podcast uh, platforms, and that's The Hook Rocks. Nice. Nice. Tom, do we have a podcast? What do we do? Yeah, so shout it out loudcast. If anybody's uh, hearing this right now and eventually we'll turn this into a podcast episode, we'll pull, kind of pull the, pull the audio from it and try to publish it. Yep. But we do, uh, we're an all kiss podcast. We drop new episodes every Saturday, but once a month, we do bonus episodes of non kiss music with Sonny. And that's what this is here a recap of our first 10 bonus non kiss albums. And uh, yeah, so uh, kiss podcast, but um, we're, we're, uh, we come at it from a different angle. Uh, a lot of humor involved with our show. If you haven't heard us, check us out. You'll see what we're talking about. And we're available. We're on uh, all the podcast platforms, and we're on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and email. Yeah. So, guys, hey, you know what? One of the things that could be do, we could do, we're not taking fucking listener uh, uh, episode suggestions. We'll take suggestions, but we're not going to have listener picks. No. I know that was asked because we'll get something horrendous. So, if you guys have suggestions or albums for us to review, send them our way. We love the feedback. You can catch us on email. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast gmail.com. And then you can always DM us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and let us know what you think. Uh, I want to say first, thank you to Sonny, Jay, Tom, Kiss Army, all the loudcasters out there. Thank you very much for listening, and uh, we appreciate it. Yeah, guys, thank you so much. Sonny, as always, thank you. And Jay, it was great working with you uh, on a live stream for the first time. We really appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. This is the first time people have actually seen my mug. I know. It's beautiful. It's What a lovely treat. <laughs> I, 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 I do a lot of lotion on my face. So <laughs> Wow. Wow. Sonny, you got to edit that one out. You clipped. That's <laughs> <Yeah>, getting clipped. <laughs> something about lotion and Sonny's on the bottom and something about load. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Oh, man. It's a good way to sign right, off. Gentlemen, thank you, everybody. Right. Sonny, anything else from you, buddy? No, thanks. Great time as always. Thanks, guys. All right. Peace out, Girl Scout. Woo! We love you!